everyone to um, a special impromptu special edition sprayed edges version of books and shit I guess um, so as I said very impromptu in that my friends and I were discussing fourth wing as the world and its mother has been doing and we got into this weird discussion battle thing about which one was better okay now I'm going to use this word better very loosely (laughs) I think the argument actually started with which one is not not the worst one (laughs) so so before you know what I'm gonna over talk so before we go into that bit like the rules and the ramifications the criteria we're just gonna do some quick introductions for everybody um you already know me I'm Charlie author Charlie whatever isn't it we'll go that way so it'll be Betts, Kier and then Vicky so let us know who you are what you're about that kind of thing um well I'm Rebecca uh Rebecca loves books and cats um I don't know. I've been on Bookstagram for a couple of years, and I'm very excited to talk about Akatar. <laughs> you see where her allegiance lies. <laughs> I have my my glass, my Akatar glass, with my rose rose wine. Yep, rose too. Go on, Kit. Um, I am Kier. Um, I'm over on Bookstagram and Writer Instagram. Writers to grab. Um, between chapters, and then I'm also an editor at um, Between Chapters Creative. Um, I found these people randomly on the internet. I still have to put my finger. People from across the country, and then Rebecca and I found out we lived a town away from each other. So I know. I love that. Uh, that's so random. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Victoria, uh, Victoria J. Price on Instagram, and I write romantic fantasy and uh, inhale books like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, introduction for everybody. We're all pretty avid, avid readers and writers, as we've just said. Um, and like I touched on earlier, we did get into this book battle between these two books. Now, the reason... I feel the conversation even came about is because of the phenomenal effect of fourth fourth wing. Sorry, drunkenness is not going to work with that word. So, do we need a big spoiler disclaimer? I feel like we need to like flash spoilers everywhere. Spoilers. The real winner is the PR department for um, fourth wing. The fourth wing because seventy thousand review more than seventy thousand reviews on Goodreads and it came out less just over a month ago. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I have that pulled up. What is what is its current star rating? Oh, um, something. Uh, hang on, I've got it on here. One second. It's high. It's very high. Okay, um, that that views with the Hello. sheer highness of it is is. Yeah. I was on the quotes. Uh, Four point seven fascinating versus uh yeah. and roses oh it's 4.2 right now which is high it's gone Court of thorns and roses has gone up it was lower than that a, a few months ago yeah interesting guys okay so our good reason for fourth ring fourth wing is 4.7 you said and actor mm-hmm. is 4.2 okay mm-hmm. so the wider bookish community obviously depending on how people 
you know, do things is looking like that at the start of this. But the reason we brought this up is because they both have such a phenomenal um, effect on the bookish world. And, and everyone compares them. Everyone everyone is saying it's the uh, fourth wing is the next Akazawa, basically. Like, that's what every <laughs> review seems to say. Exactly. But I think, and this is where I think here was saying that we need to make this clear. This battle is between the first books only. Mm-hmm. And people are judging and it sounds like I'm on one side or the other but people are really judging this first book and thinking oh it's going to be the next series and judging mm-hmm. the Akatar series against this one book so yes the ramp the confinements are this is book one only we don't care what anybody cares or loves about Akamath about Mist and Fury we don't care about what you know just okay. off the basis pretending like you were reading Akatar without having any spoilers for basically recent right yes. like yeah we don't know any of this is coming or that any of this happens um just and read. exactly where it started was we were all like giving our thoughts and i was super late <laughs> <laughs> i recall i just said something like i, I feel like like vibes wise it's the same as the first akatar where mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. has so much promise of, of of books that could go forward yes yeah. she gets really good editors yeah. and they get better like avatar does and then rebecca came for my throat (laughs) (laughs) that was mild to be fair it was very mild (laughs) rebecca i think rebecca is clearly in akatar camp i think um care is in fourth wing camp or you still fourth wing camp i'm in they both needed editing camp yeah okay fine my bad my bad my bad care is in they both need editing camp vicky is in camp I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I'm I'm with care mostly. I see the potential and the the thing of fourth wing, but they both needed help and they are both good and bad in various for various reasons. If so, one of us needs to be team fourth wing, I will take it because I feel like they have the ability to get better if she widens the world to the point where it it, yeah. it warrants the hype. I feel yeah. like eventually, if she does it right, it could warrant the hype. Yes, definitely. Or it could go the other direction. No, 100% kid. And I think that's where, because when we first started talking, I, I felt like I was foot in the fourth wing camp. But that was before we kind of discussed the parameters of what was good or what we meant by good. Because mm-hmm. for me, if we're talking about, and we'll get there later, if we're talking about the initial effect and um, attachment to the book and what takes place in it and what happens and the fun I guess and the excitement then fourth wing wins like it mm-hmm. does like I inhaled they, it yeah totally do much like nothing much happens until the very end like segment of the book so if we're basing it off how much you enjoyed a book the first time round without knowing anything then I'm firmly fourth wing but Which if we're like Akatar was a slog for me mm-hmm. until under the mountain absolutely yeah until under the mountain and then I was like oh hey look the book started yeah. well yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> defend yourself what's going on bro <laughs> completely agree I I was I was with y'all until for the first half of the book the second half of the book I just felt it just fell apart for me I felt it was just lost focus and fell apart the second half of fourth wing yes Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, I feel like Agatar is pretty consistent. Okay, okay. 
consistently dry. Yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do get what you mean in terms of it being kind of in separate parts because with fourth wing, as I said, we're kind of chopping all bits together. But with fourth wing, I promise you, a lot of the battling and when they were flying and all this kind of stuff, I skimmed over it because I was focused on Zayden. Like, yeah. I was just like, what is even happening? Do I care who died? I, I don't. I'm just trying to get to the bit that about is, him. yeah, <laughs> about him because he was just doing it the whole time. But yeah. yeah. Right. Before we kind of overlap what we're talking about, quickly, I'm going to put up the rules. I had that first. So what are we defining good as? I didn't put this down because I wanted us to share it. But what are we defining good as in terms of what is, what is this title winning? What is this book winning if we say it's the better book? Oh, uh, what is it winning? Um, that's a tough one. It is. I don't know. I mean, you could go different ways. Like one would be, is it the bet? Which one's the better setup? Mm -hmm. Or we could just go, which one is the better first book in a series? For, for me, it's normally what makes me feel something. That's normally my that's a good sort one. of marking standard for a book is, did it yeah. make me feel something? Yeah. And enjoyment. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. up there too. Like, mm -hmm. enjoy reading it. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. Bex, what are you kind of basing this on? Like, because obviously you feel Akatar is better. So why is that? So my biggest, like, and of course I'll get into more later, but definitely what you said about what it makes me feel. And I feel like also what it makes me not feel mm -hmm. as far as um, where things like annoyance, how many times I rolled my eyes, mm -hmm. like those are kind of, <laughs> those are coming, you know, there was some in the beginning, the second half, I felt a lot of that. Like in, I- In fourth wing. In fourth wing. What, what was that? In, in fourth wing, you were rolling your eyes in the second half. Oh my gosh. I was rolling my eyes in the second half of fourth wing. Okay. <laughs> it, finally, it just got to me. I think everything all together finally just hit me. I was like, okay. Yeah. What else you know, we got? I, can, I can agree in that sense because because the, the book was too long. That's the first one. I think it was way too long for its content, for so much nothing to happen. It was too long. So by the time I did get to that end part, second part, third act, whatever you want to call it, it did feel like hurry the hell up. Like they'd already banged, like they'd already did whatever. So I was just like, all right, now what? Like, where are we going with this? And there wasn't a lot of a kind of setup of the mystery I felt. So the end just yeah. felt like you're just rushing all of this in so that there's a purpose for another book when you could have let me know a lot more of this a lot earlier. So do you I, think it could have been divided into terms rather than, you know, like school time. terms rather than a whole year? Yes, that could have worked real yeah, hard. I agree. And I, I think that the problem is, is that a lot of like the setup was the school situation, right? Uh -huh. And like a lot of that gets hashed out at the beginning. And then we're yeah. kind of like warbling through of what's, where are we going with it in the back half? Because it felt like exactly what you said, Charlie, the, the actual mystery, the central mystery of the series mm, mm, mm. was not layered in enough in the first half. It was utter focus on like, are you going to get a dragon or are you going to die? Basically. Yeah. And yeah. so it felt like... It's hot. Exactly. Like that, which is fun things i love dragons I, I love zayden so like i'm there with you but i can <laughs> see that the back half of the book is like yeah so why are we still here because it felt as though the point was to get a dragon 
So now I've got one. I feel like an Akatar, where I would say the reverse, where like the first two thirds of Akatar, and not everyone agrees with me on this. It's way too slow for me. And then the back third was where the story happened, in my opinion. Whereas, yeah. like, I feel like the other with fourth ring is she could have just fleshed out the first half of that book into a full book and yeah. left us on some kind of cliffhanger, then to go into it later and mm. build the story into the beginning. Like, I feel like she tried to almost fit too much into the book without enough content. And yeah. it's going to be five books as well. Is it Nobody five? Nobody needs that. I, oh, I'll I, tell you. I read it was going to be five. I don't know. Maybe I've got that I wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, just we've got a comment here. So S. McPherson, i.e. Shalina, um, another fellow author of ours, said, Fourth Wing made me feel nostalgia mixed with new funness, but Akatar made me feel everything rage joy excitement i inhaled it possibly because it was a shorter book i did say it was a bit i did say it was a bit oh yes hey hold on dude yeah but the, the font and the formatting will be different you can't really do that comparison hold <laughs> on like it's, it's I not felt longer to me that's that's so because of the plot because of the way the plot unfolds yeah Exactly. Okay, so I've had the word the rules up for ages. So how we're going to play this, we are going to go over various um, points of the book. We've got world building, pacing, dialogue, emotional attachment, story, romance slash smut, the female main character, the male main character, and side characters. Okay, we're going to discuss them. We'll hash it up. We'll try not to keep it too long, but we'll see how we go. Um, We are going to secretly, so just to ourselves, give it a score out of five. Okay. At, once we have discussed all points, we are going to share the points that we've given it to give said book the total for each one. Did I say that correctly? At the end, we will have a mathematical winner. Whether or not we have a winner everyone agrees with, I don't know. But in terms of how we have um, scored it anonymously, we'll say what we technically think is better. Okay, so that's that's the aim of the game. All right, you can do the maths at the end, Charlie. Oh, 100%. Calculator's ready because good. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I've said that. So, how many categories are there? Eight. I did this math in the email. Okay, <laughs> what did nine. I say? In- nine. nine, yeah, there's nine. nine. So, five plus nine is 45. <laughs> What's five times nine? Is it no, that's five times 45. eight. 45. It's 45. <laughs> so there's a possible 45 points to win, basically, if you got five for each thing. Is that correct? Right, good. So just for the sake of just, I'm doing in order. The first one we have up is world building. Let Beck start. So first I want to talk about the fourth, the, the world building in fourth Mike. Mm. Because we were told the world building happens at, at two places, I feel. It happens on the balance beam of death that they have to walk across to even get to the school. Um, where she's trying to distract herself. One more time. She's trying to distract herself, so she's throwing, so that's how she's doing her world building, being oh, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And the other world building is in class. In the class. Where she's oh, answering yeah. questions about mm-hmm. yeah. the world. But she knows it all because she was a scribe, yeah, for sure. Right, yeah. right. And it felt a bit 
cheap. Like it, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. Like I need it. You, I want more than, more than that. I want, instead of just telling me, I like for things to be shown a little bit more mm -hmm. instead of no. literally being on a balance beam of death where like wind can just randomly knock you off, which is odd that there's a war going on and you think you need a lot of people, but we just kill yeah. them off. Yeah, they yeah. Even get that hurt. was a very odd choice, wasn't it? Why kill them all? Like, if you need them all, why kill? Why let them all die? That's such what? a bizarre choice. You I mean, if they didn't become a rider, that you could just shut them, them for up something else, <laughs> or put them as, in as scribes. Like, why kill them? Yeah, <laughs> very, very odd choice. Where it takes from like the divergent, like the whole dauntless thing, and the and the fact that this is where that kind of came in for me. Yeah, where it was like you're like factionless if you don't make it, and this you're yeah. just dead. And even her mum's choice to stop her being a scribe, like why? What what was the reason? Like, yeah. talk me through that as a general. Like, why did you choose that? <laughs> no, I definitely agree with Bex. The world building was a hundred percent weak in that sense. I didn't agree with the as you said. I think you said weak or cheap about her just reciting oh to calm myself I'm just going to recite facts I thought that was some basic bitch shit like I did not like it the letting us learn it through the lesson I thought was a better choice but because the lessons came not late but because they came almost afterwards it was just like you know you could have I, I don't even know what way around she could have done it but I preferred the lesson objective better but it just could have been let somebody else answer the questions because if she already knows this then why would she ever say it? It's it was just obviously placed. So I definitely agree with the world building there. I wasn't even entirely sure. I say this loosely: who they were fighting, in the sense of I understood there were these rebel kids, but like an enemy, yeah, yeah. A, a, a big grey mass of enemy, yeah, rebelling against what? What have you done, or what have they done? What I can't remember. <laughs> I, I I have no clue. And then once the boys and the the romance came in it was really secondary so you were just like yeah okay so I need to get a dragon and I fancy this boy and I've got my diverse appropriate friend and now what like it just there was nothing else around where she existed other than the parapet <laughs> I'm just gonna start shouting in her other than this parapet and parapet it's like what you're just gonna walk a straight line and not drop off how is that dangerous I, d I, I didn't I didn't get it I think that with the world building I agree, first of all, 100% that, like, I need to repeat facts so that I can focus is, like, a really cheap way to do it. Um, <laughs> and I think that that comes down to, and I'll talk about it more in character, because I think it comes down to, like, did you need to make her the smartest person in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I understand that she was, like, she made her super weak in other ways, and, like, she had a health issue she had to get up against, so then she was really smart. And, like, being smart and clever is good, but I'm always wary of anyone that's, like, the most anything, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to be the most anything. You just have to work really friggin' hard, and I respect that more than anything. Yeah. Um, so, like, your character doesn't need to be the most everything. Yeah. She so was I thought like that was like a lean in for the world building where like she was like, she has all this knowledge, so I can't have her ask, what am I gonna have her do? Yeah. This is but what then, we do. But then the let classes, the other yeah. I like the classes. Um, if the okay. book was kind of what it almost felt like it was meant to be, where like you're in a school setting, first of all, the dialogue, we'll talk about this, was rather YA. Um the story feels like a very akin to Hunger Games Divergent type of vibe, which again are YA. Um, and when 
MCs are younger, like we allow for them to not know things and find out slowly. If you were just to let them have like the first year at school, like that was the point. The point was to have the first year at school. Yeah. I feel like we were always going to leave and go into like this bigger war and, and who is that. I feel like something happened in the behind the scenes. I feel they were either written younger but because of the content and the sex and the word use, someone said age them up. But the age up didn't then carry through with how they were. Because what she could have done, and I've thought I've thought about this now, what way round it would have worked better. What they could have done is that they all have standard learning before having to become or try to become riders. So they could have had the first kind of, not the first year, but all the theory, for example. So mm-hmm. this is why we're here. We all learn together who we're fighting, why we're fighting them, what the dragons mean, blah, blah, blah. It's all pretty basic. She beats the boy she likes. She beats, you know, all that kind of stuff. Leading up to the parapet, the physical things, the da, 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 because now you've passed theory 101. You've done all this, and now you have to do the physical shit. But because she already knew that, and because she's 19 slash 20, it's like, why are you rehashing this to everyone? Why does everyone not I'd know? I've forgotten their age. They're, ni- they're 19, are they? I'd, f- I'd forgotten that that's yeah, how old they were. How old are they in, in Zodiac Academy, out of interest? About the same. Are they? Okay. And yeah, I feel like, I agree. And I, and I also think that it was, it's a matter of, like, what are we trying to do with the book? You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think that they might have gotten aged up, for the sex Um, and and that would make total sense because it's like a school environment and now all of a sudden okay we make it a college environment so we need to add extra things that's interesting because how old is uh mia and nevernight uh 18 okay okay i'm just trying to like think of what academy books that i've read that i can sort of compare this to in my head Definitely. And I agree with this because if we're going with Academy books, so first you said Zodiac Academy, yeah? Mm-hmm. With Zodiac, it is a high school setting mm-hmm. and we it worked well, even though they were a bit grown and doing all the sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. They are from a different world, so they had to learn everything. They knew nothing about the fairyland or whatever. And we learn it with them. We learn it with them because they don't know shit. So mm-hmm. that's fine. With Mia, she's not in a school to learn anything. She's in an assassin school. You can be any age and just be a badass bitch. Do you know? Mm. So that, again, was fine because it wasn't schooling. She knows where she lives. She knows who rules the place. She knows who she's killing, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't matter. I'm here to become this secret, you know, assassin person. Um, With Red Rising, that wasn't um, an example, but I'm going to bring that one in. These kids are like, um, what's the word? Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, haven't children. read it. I can't help. <laughs> They're like children of a really dominant society where they are put into this weird space in order to learn warfare. They're not learning facts. They're not learning. They're learning how to survive physically. So therefore, this academy setting is fine because it's like a really aggressive form of catch the flag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This works. So with Fourth Wing being in a school where she had to, whether it's college age or history, sorry, or teenage age being in a space where she was effectively being told things from scratch or at least the other students were made no sense how are you 20 years old but you're still covering war 101 kind of thing this would have happened 
last year or before you joined here or yeah like i have no idea what their lives were like before she keeps saying something about like how her and dane used to climb a tree and i'm like between what like you were in a library with your dad but like what was he doing what were Zeta doing like what were these people doing before they went to go to the parapet yeah to the parapet (laughs) you need to drink every time you say parapet um and then run to the other side of it with avatars and again this is where i say that i'm a pyramid aligner because i will say that here's what i felt with fourth wing if fourth wing would have stayed at the school and kept at that level and then brought in the world later Like, if you allowed that to happen, I wouldn't be as mad at your world building because you purposely kept it small. But it felt like you wanted it to be big, and we just didn't get there. Whereas in Akatar, I feel like if she did anything in the first book, it was world building. If she did anything, it was set up the world for the rest of the series, the whole first. Yeah, that was wonderful. Two thirds of the book set up so much, and then it deepened it in the back end while still picking up the plot. World building wise, in my opinion, Akatar absolutely takes this. I'm, see, Rebecca, yeah. we're not against each other. We're with you, Beck, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. No, 100% agree in in that, um, because if anything, and I know I'm slightly going out of the rules here because we're not talking about the rest of the series, but one of the things that did kind of annoy me just overall, because we all loved it, there was, there are seven, is it seven or nine courts? Seven. There's four seasons and three, so seven. Okay. So there were seven courts and I was annoyed that we didn't spend enough time in each of them Mm. you'd built you'd built up all of these different courts and how they look in the winter and the summer and the spring and is that and we spent all this time in only like two of them like I was so excited when we went to Tarquin in the summer court because it was all water and blah 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 and I was like I wanted to see it all because she'd let us in so much that all of these places existed even Highburn for example like I was going to say it was seven and then the fairy realms in Highburn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, even that, as I again, we're going out of thing because it's just <laughs> one. It's just the one. But she definitely built up that want, which is what Kara is saying, that we wanted to learn more about the world. We wanted to visit all of these fucking places. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing because that was building those stepping stones. With Fourth Wing, I didn't care who was outside. I needed yeah, to know I when you were going to I just wanted to know when you were going to sex this boy. Like, I didn't care. Like, <laughs> the thing is that I feel like they're very, they're hard to compare. And I almost feel like I failed us here because they're, they're hard to compare in that Akatar feels like fantasy for me with romance and Fourth Ring feels like romanticy. Now, that comes from me. Having not read the rest of Akatar, have I been thoroughly spoiled on it? Yes. Will I get to it? Absolutely. But the mm-hmm. problem is, is where I where I skew of like I want to I want to give Fourth Wing more credit is that the, the difference for me was that if the Fourth Wing book two was out right now, yeah. I would have put this book down, picked up the next, and devoured it. Yes. Whereas I put Akatar down, and the next book is sitting on my shelf, and I haven't picked it up. Yes, yes, yes. And you're missing out, babes. I'll tell you that for free. I know, I know. <laughs> totally missing out. You know? Um, so we sorry, we're going to the next look? bit. Hold on, you might not be able to see it from blur. Yeah. Where's but that? Wing has this giant map and I don't know what anything is on it. Oh gosh, oh. my I don't think mine has it. No, no, no. I read mine ebook and then I haven't no, does the does the ebook have a map? Hold up. Let's have a look at this. Oh my map doesn't look like yours. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait, does it? Uh, hold yeah, on. I don't know. It's blurred, so you can't really see it. Yeah. Hold on. 
No, yours is better than mine. I don't like it. Mine oh, is wow. That's better. so bizarre. Why do you have different maps? That's so I weird. I can't even get. <laughs> <laughs> I like a picture. This oh, is a gift from Rebecca. There are two, there are two maps in the ebook. There are two maps in the ebook. See, look at us just learning. This is an educational show. <laughs> you know that 90% of people who watch are going to be like, there was a map and go back to the Oh, I see. Yeah, see there's, that? there's that one. There's that one. And that oh, one. No dark page one. Yeah, okay. I have I have two then. Oh, because mine are on my end papers. I'm following. I'm following. One is like a top down of the academy. I don't know if you guys have yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. That's the one I looked at. No, I don't have. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. Okay, cool. We've established like, um, a dungeon map from a video game, the top down of the academy. <laughs> yes, I love that. You have that in um, an embryo. I want to play Fourth Wing the video game now. <laughs> yeah. I would so do it. Oh, the Right. <laughs> um, just we've got a comment on the thing. It says tripping on nonsense. Says aggressive form of catch the flags is the most hilarious description of Red Rising. <laughs> um, Shalina says you're missing out on book two of um, Akatar. I will read it. I'm you sorry. I'm for a book club. I had to read something else. It was a thing. No, but your point is made. Book one doesn't make you want to read book two. I read book two because what of what I'd heard and because I was just in some, this is when I first discovered SJM and I was like, oh my God, I have to devour everything. If it was just based off the book one, I probably wouldn't have. With Fourth Wing, I'm all in. Where is it? Was it Iron Flame? Bring well, that's what I almost feel like it's it's easier for me to relate Fourth Wing to like um, Third Glass. Interesting. Mm. The vibe that I had at the end of Third of Glass, where like even though that had a problem, she has problematic first books. And I finished it and I still wanted to go read the second book. Like, yeah, I yeah, with Throne of Glass, it was a bit slow, I agree, but I didn't end it thinking, meh, I wanted the next no, one. I wanted to read the next book. At Fourth Wing, I, I, yeah. I want the next book. I will mm -hmm. definitely read okay. it. Okay. Have we hashed out world building enough, do we think? Bex, what if, you know? Are we going to? Are we going to chuck dragons? Do we just dragons are just in characters? Are they? Are we not? Yeah, I feel like dragons was a huge, such a huge part of the of the world that made it so cool. Like that's what you know made it really exciting. Side characters when we get there. Okay. Uh, drag dragons are side characters because I would argue they're world building as well. They're a bit of both, aren't they? Because I would up yeah. my score for world building just because of the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. There is that because yeah, but... the world consists. Not that the world consists of them, but the way they make it out is like the dragons are how they survive, if that makes sense. Like they use their magic for the barrier or something, she said. Mm -hmm. You know, they protect them. Like there was something about the dragons, again, wasn't properly explained, but there was something about the dragons that was almost well, central. To the dragons were in charge. Like the dragons needed the humans, and that's the only reason did, did they, need they dealt with them. Like they needed riders to be able to make the wards. And if they yeah. riders, they couldn't make the wards. And if they didn't need the wards, then they would give zero fucks about humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd probably eat them and fuck them up. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The dragons, the dragons are part of the world building, but once we get onto characters, because once they have names and stuff, then we can judge them based on the dragons we liked, if that makes go, sense. Go, Bex, go, 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 go. <laughs> thinking if I mean if we're talking like where we're going to put the dragons in world building versus side characters you know because I had dragons kind of in my side characters mm -hmm. let me mm. tell you fourth wing's got to drop down here if mm. the dragon the dragons 
really are the best part of the book. I agree. They are. No. That, that, for me, they're the second best part of the book because Zayden just has my whole heart. But they're. Oh, Charlie, <laughs> he's like. Audi, he is the Audi version of Resam. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Did you say he's an Audi version of Resam? Yes, he is Audi Resam. I'm sorry, but almost every major book right now has a version of Resam. Yeah, there's a publisher yeah. checklist. Like, do you have a dark and broody character that we don't trust but are going to want to bone? Yeah, with a tragic also, backstory. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he's doing nothing wrong at this it, point. It's actually not an Akatar thing. It's a universal fantasy. It's yeah. not. It's not Resam. And that character is a universal fantasy and it has existed way before Reese existed. Right, um, exactly. And okay, so because we're molding a bit into character, I think we should, uh, what's the word? Score up world building, okay? So on your bits of paper, whatever, you're not going to show anyone just now. So do dragons to... go into world building? Are we allowing dragons into? I think you can say both. Like okay, the world building cool. side of the dragons for world building and then okay. uh, from them as characters for side characters. All right. So world building for fourth wing is one thing and then for Akatar is another. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I've not, I haven't done my score yet, but I've done it like this. I've put, oh God. World, exactly yeah, but it's just basically got world building at the top, four finger on one side, and Akatar on another. Um, out of five, okay, 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 okay. So we're gonna go. Oh, I feel mean. Go... <laughs> I feel mean. I never, I never do ratings, I find it so tricky. I don't do ratings on like. All right, I've, I've done mine. I'm happy. Because also my rating will change, like, in half an hour tomorrow, next week. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a snack and a drink this morning. Yeah, <laughs> you'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we good? Everybody's got a number? I'm, I'm, yeah. We good? Yes. I've got mine. Okay. We are going to move on now, guys. Two. Pacing. I feel this is going to be like a closer fight, if that makes sense, because both of them were slow as shit. <laughs> yeah. Honest, it was like watching paint dry. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but no, with pacing, and then obviously I'll let you guys hash it out. Fourth wing, even though there was things going on, there was nothing happening. She said parapet a million and one times. Parapet! Parapet! Hold on. Uh, all right. She said, a million one times. She kept saying, someone's going to kill me. I'm going to die. Somebody's going to kill me. I'm going to die. I'm not going to die today. I'm not going to die today. And I had absolutely no real fear about her danger. One, oh, interesting. You never, you were never worried she was going to die. Ever. Not, never. I mean, obviously, she's the main character, so of course not. But <laughs> The obvious, she's the main character, so of course yeah. she's not going to die. But just in the sense of Nobody talks about being murdered this often. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't, murdered. I wasn't worried about Rhiannon. I wasn't worried about Riddick. I wasn't worried about anyone who hugely mattered that had been there from the beginning. Yeah. You knew everybody was going to make it. Like a late intro of like importance yeah. to anyone who was going to kick it. Right, 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 right. No, you know what? Sorry, just to jump in there. The one that did shock me was the first guy that died oh, Dylan, he was Dylan, just, oh, he or something. Had to die right then 
Yeah, because they were talking about it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to get married when I, you know, oh, make it. So married, I was like, you're going to <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's too early for this. <laughs> I'm done hearing about your wedding. Go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, sorry, just to wrap up what I was saying. Um, yeah, so the pacing in that sense, it was just really, really slow because I was stuck on, and this goes back to the world building thing. I think I said to you guys in our group, what's the point? What's happening? Once she gets into the school, then what? When she gets a dragon, then what? When she gets with the guy, which she's inevitably going to do, then what? I didn't understand effectively what the point was because it was taking so long to get to it. What percentage did I like? Where did she get? At what point did the dragons come in? Because I've forgotten already. Um, at what percentage yeah. was that? Because before that, it was like the build up to like, is she going to get a dragon? Is she going to get a dragon? Okay. Like it wasn't like mid. It was, you know, when I'm they walk that line and stuff. I'm going to go to third and when she a third. Goes. Okay. Okay. So quite soon, actually. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Out of like the happenings. I, so, well, are we going around a circle? Because Rebecca, you got. We're doing pacing. Like how it was just slow as hell. Hold on. Well, okay. I yeah, I felt like, and there was like the my idea of time frames wasn't like great as far as like when was this and what happened here and yeah. like three months just went by and what happened like. Yeah. So there was a lot of um, a lot of choppiness in the pacing. Um, you know, Agatar isn't perfect in its pacing either. Um, I do really, I actually enjoy the beginning of Agatar. Like, I really like even when we talk about world building. I really like how she shows, even though everything is from Vera's point of view and her small point of view. Um, you know, from just being where she's from, but I feel like the pacing was a little bit better. It doesn't, there's some parts in the middle I didn't love that I felt were a little bit, you know, a little bit choppy too. Yeah, no, I get that. I think with Akatar for me, obviously having read it a while ago, I enjoyed the start because it came out very strong. She's hunting, there's the wolf, it's, what is this? The fairies, the wall. You know, the sister being a bitch. Like, all of this stuff was good. Her sleeping with Isaiah, Isaac, Jacob. Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> you know, we, we were firmly established into who Feyre was and the the intensity of her situation. She had an et for ages. She was hunting for wool, for meat, whatever. I was involved in it. The descriptions were wonderful. I understood what was going on. It was almost once she got over the wall, it was just all very domestic, I think is the right word. She just kind of fell in love and was just with this guy and just chilling in his house and not really knowing what else was going on outside the wall. She just kind of, even though he took her and all that kind of stuff, she just kind of gave up the family and we were just here. And again, it was, why? Where are we going with this? Because you've said there's this world of fairies, but how are we going to get there? I was just a bit like, what is what is happening? So in, so in a quick comparison, fourth wing, lot of action, but no real plot movement. So I was reading stuff, but we weren't getting anywhere. And then with Akatar, it was a lot slower trying to figure out the point because there was less action. But then the point was just kind of missing for me until, you know, the last kind of third or whatever. But in the beginning, it was just it was just too slow for lack of action. Description was wonderful. World building was wonderful. But lack of action, which is what I enjoy as a reader... Mm me out of it i'm like why are we here what what yeah that that was it for me i think 
I think that, oh, you sorry, go. Go. no, no, go, go. So I was in a similar standpoint with Akhtar. So for me, you know, I was in for the beginning and then the pacing for that book was put off by the need to make it a beauty in the beast retelling. Because as soon as we got into the spring court, all of a sudden we have to like do the beauty and the beast thing for a while. <laughs> and that's where the story got wibbly for me. So it was like, you got a little bit, you understand, you get her there. We beauty and the beast it for a while. And then <laughs> the story starts. Um, and I think that that's like, I think that that was just Esther I'm leaning too hard on fairy tale that she didn't need. Like she has the skills to, to mm. story yourself. What do you yeah. mean? Because it wasn't, you didn't carry it through either. It doesn't stay a Beauty and the Beast retelling for the rest of all time. Just, no, it doesn't. Yeah. And it was, I think one of the things, maybe this is the world building part, but with the pacing as well, like, oh, they had the masks on and everything. And it was just like, okay, what does that mean? They yeah. Like, once it came, it was just over. Why? Now I want to dock Akatar world building point because you said that. Um, <laughs> you can't change it. I'm yeah, trusting you. This is what I mean. You give me like a cookie and a snack or a bit of information, and I, I'm going to change it. It was just um, whoa. Why did that happen? It was just what? I don't know. Yeah, we give you masks to be mean. So my whole thing with Akatar was that like there was a there was a cause. Um, but with Fourthwing, I think that there was a cause too. And I think it was like, I want to do the dragon school thing, but then I also, I want to go divergent route and like scrap it by the end. Mm. And there's a reason that we love magical stool books because there's a certain home that happens yeah. in these magic schools, right? Like in these learning things where you like, you become at home with the characters and I remember reading Divergent and being equally pissed off that at the end, you're just like, oh, so we did all that. And then she's not going to finish her three years or whatever. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm just going to go off into some other place where, like, they talk about everything. This is boring. So yeah. I, with Fourth Wing, I feel like she tried to accomplish too much, but didn't put seeds in early enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't enough that we knew that Zayden was up to something. It just wasn't enough. You know what? Sorry, go on, Bix. No, I was just wondering, so would you have wanted it basically like Harry Potter, but for 20-year-olds, essentially, where the the danger was in them being at the school throughout the school year and each, you know, like more time at the school, essentially? Like, is that is that the kind of vibe well, that you wanted? That's the, I actually, so like with the Virgin, I would say that, yes, that I was looking for that, like, like you promised me something and then I felt like it was taken away with fourth wing either way. Like, I feel like it needed to be jumped out of the school earlier mm -hmm. or needed to like, just invest in what this first year looks like. Yes. Like um, you didn't need the breakout at the end. You didn't need the big travesty at the end. We could have stretched out all the stuff that happened at the beginning and given more there and given more world building there and done it in better ways to yeah. set up the series moving on and then, you know, maybe that stuff happens in book two. I don't know. There's a billion ways that you could have done it, realistically. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, with you on that one because it's like, why set up the school element or aspect if you're not going to use the school element? Yeah, like I, all of these books that do it just like for the one book and then they go away from it. Well, yeah. the readers that liked that aspect of it are gonna, now you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. So that's... But again... Well, I, I don't know if she will because I feel like at the end, like it was set up as maybe she'll... Double I don't know. know how they could go back after that, to be honest. No, I mean, Zayden's not going back, is he? So, no. 
is we're not gonna go we're definitely not gonna go back to the school because now they're on some like some rebel vibe and obviously the brother has revealed itself and all that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. like even though the school thing doesn't necessarily last like outside of harry potter doesn't last for a whole series there was just something missing of the school environment we didn't learn anything about the setup or why being a part of this school was special like mm-hmm. not to be so specific but there weren't houses there weren't yeah. oh we're in dorms together and build yeah. this relationship it was just oh I'm not going to bother being your friend for, for a bit because you might die tomorrow and it's yeah, which, like, which even Zodiac Academy did a little bit more as well I think like you you felt like you were part of the and this is what I mean in the house air because that's where I wanted to be they didn't give you any of that they didn't yeah if the first book had been the world building had been building the school, mm-hmm. it might have been enough. Mm-hmm. But she almost went too wide with not enough information. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that she was spewing, I gave zero fucks about because there wasn't enough context to how it affected the story or her or life or any of it. Yeah. Like that well, she was like gave details in class and whatever. And I, my brain was just like, oh, they're battling things. What were you going to say, Bex? Well, I was like, why is she? Why I don't get why she was like. I felt like she was kind of rushing at the end, mm. and it's like, okay, we have five books to mm. go through all together. You, we don't need to rush. Like, and it felt like I agree. I wish there had been this a year just to set up of the school, mm-hmm. and um, didn't bring that element of the whole rebellion thing and everything like that. But yeah, like I'm, I, how is this? How is the story gonna? be five books and keep us interested i i mean i'm i'm gonna read all of them (laughs) (laughs) no i totally get that because like you said if if you're gonna stretch something over five books then there is an art to drip feeding what you need to know and what you don't know Mm -hmm. and going back to sjm throne of glass is wonderful in that sense because what's how books one and two start out is not how books three to seven finish and that was wonderful because we learnt and grew and there was surprises with Selena slash Aelin we learnt all those things as we went along and there were the wyverns and the witches and all this kind of thing with this with fourth wing sorry it was set up as this oh my gosh everybody wants to be a dragon rider this school is elite this school is this this school is that and we just rushed through the school Mm-hmm. But I think if you had if you had read Akatar and heard it was going to be a five book series, most people would be like, "Fuck that!" But actually, it's a brilliant series. But and yeah. so I I think if you didn't know Fourth Wing was going to be a five book series, you'd still it would be a yeah. different feeling. Do you know what I mean? Like again, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird that we know that in advance. Like we wouldn't often know that in advance. So I think we're just like, "What the yeah. fuck? How is this going to be expanded?" But yeah, again, Akatar is a great example of how you can expand that out into a big series and. And absolutely yeah. love it and inhale every book. Well, yeah. I always but- her up though as like, is is that going to be great for her or not? Because if mm-hmm. we compare it to Akatar over and over and over again, Akatar apparently gets infinitely better in book two. So that means yeah. everyone who read Akatar and loved it and is looking at Fourth Wing as the new Akatar is going to expect book yeah. two to be. She's got a work cut out for her now and it's terrifying because like uh, Vicky just said, sorry, without knowing that it was going to be five books or, you know, whatever, even though Akatar was slower, the world building made me want to read whatever came out next. Whether I knew it was going to be three, five, ten, I wanted to see more Fae. I wanted to see more Quartz. I wanted, even though it didn't go that way, that's what I wanted at the time. 
You wanted with, to see Hyben. You wanted to know. I, you wanted answers. I wanted all of that. With fourth wing, yes, I want to know where the brother's been for however many years. Fine. I just want to see Zayden peel an apple again. <laughs> I want to see Zayden peel an apple again. <laughs> I want to see Zayden sling some dick. That's what I want to see. Okay. But, but that, that's also that. an issue that they got together in the first book. That's also a different the difference between fourth wing and Akatar is that obviously the end yeah. game spoiler 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 the end game wasn't you know they weren't together in book one so that slows everything down so the sort of romance aspect which goes back to what you were saying here about how a fourth wing is literally a, ro a romanticy whereas um Akatar is a fantasy romance basically I feel because the you know there's the it's yeah it's annoying because what she's done with the What's the their whole conflict? Like she doesn't trust him now. What is it? Because he lied. Whatever. And the, but then he's like, I would have been happy. So I have a whole other thing. But the the pacing. So we have to look at the pacing of the story. But the pacing of the romance is what with fourth mm. ring. I actually felt like was off. Mm -hmm. The pacing mm -hmm. with fourth ring was like a really good build up at the beginning, in my opinion. Like mm. it was, you know, enemies to lovers when they went from working apart or like working against each other to like sort of working together yeah. to that first kiss that worked for me past yeah. the first kiss you went from we hooked up to i'm in love with you yeah very fast yeah it was too fast uh, yeah. zero time and yeah. i that irritated me to no end cool. um i will say like i love him and i'm with it but and like i would fall in love with him too but I don't know that we needed to go there in book one. And no, then yeah. when you end it and she's like, I'm a little bit mad. Seriously mad, but she just seems like a little mad. And he's like, no, we're in love. But I yeah. would have expected it better if he was like, be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's <laughs> And go back to being like enemies to lovers for the next book. Yeah. Your yeah, well, fuck buddies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to tell me that he's going to be all hot and apple peeling and she's not just going to fall back into his arms in the next mm -hmm. book. We mm -hmm. know that. So don't mm -hmm. make it so easy by he's like, you. what is the line? You gave me your heart and I'm going to keep it. And like, I mean, sure, like you're hot. So that's hot. But we could have done that in the next book. I yeah. feel like he closed the door there. She didn't need to and made the love pacing go too fast for such a long series. Yeah, but it, yeah. it, it was needed for the extra drama at the end, though. That's why they had to be... Yeah. She had to have something to lose, and that, that's why it was... I get what... I understand from a writing perspective why it was that way, but for, as a reader, I would have preferred it to have been yeah. slower because she went yeah. from, I want to fuck you, to I'm in love with you in, like, five pages, like, really, really quick. I would have even respected if she internally was like, I might be falling in love with him because yeah. we could all get there, you know what I mean? Like, it was the, we had sex and then I'm in love with you and I need to say it because we need to be honest and all of the things and like, now I'm mad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so pacing romance-wise, I feel like that was off. Pacing Akatar, um, I feel like the romantic pacing was better. The romantic pacing of her and Tamla was better uh, because that's what we have to talk about because it's the first book. I also yes. feel like the pacing with like trickling in bits about what is going to be coming with Rhysand knowing it. Mm -hmm. Um, was good. I, I, mean, always, I always felt like were... the Reese thing didn't even, it never occurred to me that Reese was going to be the new love interest, really. Like, 
not at all. Like, because I was stuck in that place of not knowing what this book is really about or where it's going, there was just un this understanding that, okay, her and Tamlin aren't particularly getting along kind of thing. I mean, that doesn't happen properly, properly till book two. But it's like, you know, they have their bit under the mountain where she, um, he only really wants to give her the oh, do while she's dying or whatever. But I didn't think that she would do a complete... 180 i thought it would have been no, maybe like so there were no red flags for you for, for from tamlin throughout the throughout yeah. the whole of bit one just like no, I only until only until under the mountain when he was more concerned about having sex with her than helping her sure but up until that point really I, what about the um the spring court thing where he like is just coming home from banging another chick while yeah he and he's really aggressive with her yeah yeah maybe that's just me i thought that was just really sexy i don't know yeah, I would have expected her to seek him out and maybe that would have been their first time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I want to say Sam Hain, but that's not the word, but it's that little ritual. Yeah, night. I know oh, what you mean. Right. Yeah. I just took Lee on the physical part of it as in, yo, he's in heat and he's trying to give it a good, good. Like, I just took it as that. I didn't really take the it as... It actually didn't bother me. It was the fact that he, like, said stay in your room so he could go bang some other maiden that I was mm -hmm. like... Yeah, but I again I was just reading, go bang her. You like her? Again, I was reading it like it was it was just a ritual. I thought he had to do it. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. I got that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I was just being like, I thought, was like weird for me. I thought it was an obligation to his role as the head of the thing. Like he didn't really want to, but he had to. Maybe I'd read that wrong. I don't know. No, I hundred percent agree with you. It just didn't make me like him. Like, <laughs> I think it prepped me for liking him. It didn't make me dislike him. Yeah. Like in, as I said, we're only focusing on book one. So I actively did not dislike Tamlin or think it was going anywhere untoward until book two when he was locking her up and doing all this kind of stuff. So in terms of just book one, yeah, you're a bit shit. I'm under here trying to save your life and, you know, you just want to have some sex rather than help me get out, all of that stuff. It's a bit dodge. I thought they would just kind of get over that and move on. Effectively, because I didn't know where the story was going. Yeah. The point of this was her saving him and trying to get out the mountain. So without that hindsight knowledge, nothing else was happening. So why would she not be with him? Like Reese being the hot guy. All right, cool. I thought they might've had a bit of a little um, love triangle bit and blah, 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 blah. But then he would just get her back. I don't know. I just, I had no expectation whatsoever. Absolutely none. I went in with spoiler. So I have to say like, I don't know what it's like to go in unknown. I do know that I didn't love Tamlin like I would have, like, like I love Satan. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, he didn't do it for me. <laughs> like the For me, that wasn't even like necessarily a book thing. Mine was just a blonde thing. Like I just don't particularly like the blonde ones. Rowan Whitethorn being an exception. Bro, well, but I feel like he's not blonde. We, that doesn't yeah, count. he's white hair, so that's different. But with Tamlin, he just wasn't the hot one for me because I like the dark broody one. But no, it was, was it was his character and his actions for me. That's what put yeah, me off of him. I didn't fancy him. Like I, I never fancied him. I just it, it his actions him. put me off of him and and oh. make Zayden's actions make him way above Tamlin for me. Yeah. All right. Oh, so Rebecca, Rebecca, I'm going to do that point and then we'll do our scoring because. Oh, let's do the scoring because I want to talk about the romance part and that's my point. All right. we we'll get do there. So what's the scoring for pacing? Okay. What's the scoring for pacing? Put that down and then we'll go. Um, pacing. Oh, this one's going to be a bit harder. Okay. Um, out of five. Yes. Okay. Pacing is. Mm. I'm going to go. 
I feel like tomorrow all my scores will be different and I'm going to change. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Can I just say that, like, we're tearing these apart, but, like, they're both solid. Oh, I inhaled both of them. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about this. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble pacing for playing. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm having trouble pacing Akatar, actually. I took but, yeah. Okay, so Beck said she wanted to do the romance smut bit, but I'm thinking, should we do story and then romance smut bit? Let's do story. Yeah, let's do story. And why I say let's do story is because pacing is one thing, but what it was about and what was happening and did you enjoy it are massive staple things to the book. Do you know Enjoyment what I mean? is one separate thing, though, I feel like, because I inhaled them both. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's the, the story, the what is happening. Like, maybe story is not the right word, but that's the what is happening. Mm -hmm. How excited were you to turn the page? Mm -hmm. Excited, eager, whatever the word is. What, you know, how were you feeling to read the next bit? Mm -hmm. What was taking place... How invested were you in that story? That, that's, a, that's a big one. I want to hear what Keir has to say about this because I think for the rest of us, we read Akatar ages ago mm. and obviously Fourth Wing just recently and our sort of like tastes as readers have probably changed a little bit in that time. So I'm interested to hear from your perspective, Keir, of having read them both so close together, how you feel about that. So it's funny that you say that because I was actually, when I was prepping mentally for this, I was like, I think that there's something to be said for the fact that I, I think, I mean, I won't put it on you guys, but I feel like I get increasingly more like picky and slightly jaded and like, I know more things and I know more about what I like and I know, and I've also aged up. So like young and dumb irritates me a bit more than it did when like, if I would have read Akatar when it first came out. Mm-hmm it might've been a different kettle of fish for me. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and the same with fourth wing. Like if I would have read fourth wing around the same time that I was reading, like say divergent and hunger games, I would have been, you would have been held it. And girl, like there is nothing wrong with this bit of gloriousness. You know what I mean? Comparatively, <laughs> <Glorious>. like, <laughs> like I feel like it has a heads up on say like divergent. Um, but as for Akatar, I've read them closer together, and this is where I feel like they are similar, in that I did want to know more about what was going on. In, like I said, pacing-wise, it's a little bit off, but actual story-wise, it also felt like, for me, Fourth Wing did keep me turning pages more. It just did. Like I, My enjoyment level of it for the book as a whole, even if there were parts where I was like, ooh, why do they sound 13? Um, I, I, for me, I, I just got through it quicker and her pacing problems, I felt like looking at it from a clinical standpoint were more fixable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Whereas like Akatar, I felt like it was hampered by being a fairy tale retelling that it didn't need mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, 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 it annoyed me on a more visceral level that that made me actually irritated with the book. Yeah, almost because I I was annoyed that the author, being as good of an author as she is, 
-hmm. like didn't need to do that. (laughs) It felt like it didn't didn't have a point until the trials. Exactly. Whereas I felt like fourth wing started with a point and then went off its rocker. Like it went too far, too far when it should have stayed and fleshed out and done more. So for me, that's where I say that they felt remarkably even. Even if I'm looking at enjoyment of one, or even if I'm looking at like, sure, like I, I didn't pick up the next book for Akatar, I know I will. And I mm-hmm. will read both series and I will follow both authors and do all of the things because they did something good in magic here that pulls in people and that touches people. And like mm-hmm. both succeeded with their books, regardless mm-hmm. of flaws here. Yeah, like, regardless of what we say. Yeah. Love <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, this is where they feel even. Is mm-hmm. like it, their yeah. flaws feel even to me, and more importantly, they both set up the world to get better if done properly. It's and I feel like I can say that having not read the rest of Akatar, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't read the second book of either of them, and I'm like, I just have hopes for both. That's, that's good for you, Bex. What do you think? Okay, so here's the only like you know I don't have a lot of criticism of, of, of Akatar. But there's a lot of author decisions that I did not like in um, in Akatar. I didn't like the whole riddle thing. I didn't like, uh, you know, but there's parts of it I did like. I didn't like the riddle thing. I didn't like the whole, like, stabbing Tamlin, heart of stone thing. I thought that was kind of dumb. The way it came out nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That wasn't something that was set up before. But I, you know, and it's, I remember, because I read Akatar when it came out and, like, 2015 or something and i remember mm-hmm. thinking after i read it what an odd little story all right um, what an odd little i love that yeah <laughs> it was just because you know it wasn't like i said you know obviously in book two things make sense but i remember thinking like a lot of like especially under the mountain how especially when like Faye, when like she just like her mind just shattered when she was killing the Faye. yeah mm-hmm. um but there's something still like that was like I wasn't I, I didn't know where she was going to go with that. And mm. she brought it, of course, eventually to a place that I was not expecting. And it took me and loved it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have the same reaction to book two of um, Fourth Wing because I felt it going downhill on the second, you know, on part two. And it almost felt like. Um, I, I felt very like from Blood and Ash. It mm. was just like, you know, the the author is a, is primarily a romance writer, and yeah. I don't know if world building wise and everything. If I have, I don't right now. I don't have the, um, you know, I don't have much, you know, kind of hope that she's going to be able to continue this, you know, romanticy fantasy romance series and make it great. Mm. I'm I'm feeling it's got to go down like from Blood and Ash. Mm. I don't know, but I I don't have I have very little hope. I'm hope I'm hoping that she masses it up and makes book two amazing. Mm. But I'm not sure if the seeds are planted to make an amazing book. Mm. I'm with care. I think on this one in the sense of the seeds are there. She was bleeding every trope everything every possible element the formula yeah (laughs) 
she's basically secreting the formula to make mm-hmm. it perfect. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't executed correctly. And all of those things, which is what Kay was saying earlier, are fixable. Mm-hmm. The writing, not the writing, like the dialogue and stuff. Okay. What's the word? Personal preference. You don't have to like it kind of thing. But what is, actually, what is actually taking place, the, the, the seeds of this tree are all there. It's the romance, it's the dragons, it's the main male character. It's all of these things. They just need to be properly developmentally edited. And if that had been done correctly, this book would have blown everybody out of the fucking war. That's that's the point. It's mm. like, even though it's like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. It's the stupid that we sap up like idiots. Like we enjoy it. And that effectively is what pick up another pen with your shadows. Just do it naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what the whole thing, like everything that she did, I felt like I some of it I felt like I've seen, like the shadows thing and like him doing yeah. stuff. My whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Which is what I was talking about yeah. when it came out. But like I agree. I agree 100%. I think that the seeds are there. I think that a proper, but like, here's the thing I'm trying to remember with her. With SJM, Akatar did not come first. Throne of Glass. So, Rebecca Yaros is a romance writer. She has a romance book. This is her first delve into fantasy. The mm-hmm. fact that she's getting compared to SJM with fantasy when this is the first time she's starting off as is amazing. And I just, at heart, want to give her the benefit of the doubt that she is mm-hmm. going to get a really solid editor who's yeah. like, hey, it's we didn't know you were going to explode like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make the next book amazing. And I have to believe in that. No it's way. Wonderful. It's coming out in November. Oh, she, could have written, she could have written them before, guys. That's irrelevant, I think. You can't, that's not like she just wrote them and knocked them out. Yeah. Written the first books two book. and three are already written. That's what I mean. She could have written this first book ages and ages and ages ago and queried yeah. it forever and wrote these two other books and not known that this first book was going to blow up. So if the publisher is smart, they will now yeah. take book through, through the cleaners. Because... Yeah. The book two is going to be the make or break on how popular the series stays. But, but they aren't because there's arcs already out for it. There's arcs already coming out. Right. I didn't even know that. And this is what's upsetting me. So you're all, obviously we have a different perspective because we're writers and we care about the, the background of what's going on, right? But not everybody will necessarily care about that. A book is a book, right? But what has bugged me, even if she had written this ages and she just had backlog ready to go out, Mm-hmm. The fact that you're going to release the first two books in the same year, I think is fucking lazy because there is no, not no way, I say this loosely, but there is no way you're giving this the attention it genuinely needs other than just wanting to release it within the hype that it's out. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to respectfully disagree on that one because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, do we? We don't know how long this has been in the works for. We don't know uh, what the marketing plan was like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's so many factors. Like, we just don't know that. 
there are so many factors. And again, because a lot of our, sorry, the majority of us, the three of us are writers, not to take you out of it, Bex, but because we do have that kind, I don't want to call it insider knowledge because none of us like work in publishing, but because we care enough to know about kind of like timelines and movements of uh, market and all this kind of thing, I feel, and maybe it's just the drink, but I'm actually really annoyed by it. I feel that with the nature in which this book was rammed down everyone's throat to make it what it was, the marketing, the pushing, the arcs to whatever, for arcs to already be out for the second book to be out in November. But then you've got certain books who are by bigger authors, bigger publishers, whatever you want to call it, that take fucking years to come out. They are forcing crap on us. I'm sorry. They, I... There's no way we inhaled it. We all inhaled it. (laughs) But I think this is coming from my writer heart that is really upset with the publishing industry that as long as they're seeing dollar signs, nobody cares about content. And we've said this a million times, whether it is this book or SJM, who is the biggest writer on their books, who are giving out things that are having grammar, errors, typos, all of these things. So when it comes off, like if this book had blown organically as far yeah. as we could tell and then they sped everything up and it came out in the same year, I might have respected it. That's not a good enough cover for it to have blown up on the internet. As the, the reason I think it got the budget that it did though, is going back to what Bex was saying about blood and ash actually. Um, so spoilers for blood and ash, if anyone hasn't read that series and they don't I want this, not. but the, the formula of, book one uh, of Blood and Ash is actually, to me, quite similar to this. And I think the publishers recognised that in the sense that love interests, you know, the enemies to lovers vibe, they come together, they have that sort of, um, you mm. know, breakup thing at the end and then yeah. goes on to book two and whatever. And a bit like what you were saying, Bex, with the concerns about book two and the series for, for uh, Blood and Ash, I think a publisher probably would have seen uh this sort of the formula of this story and recognized how well blood and ash has done because it has done incredibly well mm-hmm. and seen those uh sort of tick boxes in this as well and i think yeah. that that's probably why it got the huge marketing budget that it did um and I'm just, I'm very jaded. So Sorry, I, I'm very jaded. I, jump in on, I have been in a bunch of like, um, like workshop type things lately and, and a couple of things with agents. And obviously, like, I barely delved into it. But from what I understand, I, there's a certain amount of like, the market is super weird right now, partially because like indie's lifting and doing well. And a lot of indie releases quicker, not all, but a lot of it does release quicker. Um, and then on the publishing side of things, they're seeing like merit to that. And then I've actually heard from like bigger name writers where you can almost sell a duology quicker if they t- if they make sure that you already have both books written so yeah. that they can release them within a year because the payoff is so high. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're like aiming to dual release things mm-hmm. um, to the point where I wonder if her basically having it at least a good portion of the way finished was a check in her box. Whereas it's funny because if you look at other querying authors right now, again, this is delving into more authors where where we're being told like sometimes it's hard to pitch anything other than a standalone because nobody's sure if a series is going to do good or not. So there's... I think that's where my, I shouldn't call it anger, (laughs) but that's where my reservations come from because it does, regardless of 
sorry, regardless of what you just said about them, you know, if it's a duology, if we know that we can, you know, make money off the back of it, the bottom line here is still money. Because at the end of the day, printing takes time and editing takes time. And even if you, as I said, we don't know the behind the scenes, it could have been edited months ago, whatever, whatever. For you to slot in, in your publishing timeline, you know, across the world and, you know, markets and all of that stuff to say that we are going to invest this much money and this much time to make sure it comes out within a year. Mm -hmm. It's still that money mindset from them. But Whereas, that's annoying to us because we don't have that money to sink well, into it. And so for us, that's a frustration yeah. point. But they yeah, could have had this marketing plan a year ago, a year and a half ago, and already had but it, why you know. This, not but why, because we've just established it's money and it's a formula, but why this book? And as I said, I'm coming just from an annoyance place because there's so much quality out there. It is and the formula to me. It's because of the formula, essentially. This at us, I'm not going to be the hypocrite and say I didn't enjoy it. I love a lot of the way through the hot boy the, I get it all I'm not an idiot like I'm going to cuss about this and then buy it tomorrow I get it I am my own worst enemy you're gonna have eight special editions aren't you Charlie <laughs> <laughs> probably but from a writer and a logical and a yeah. all I get it points it's just yeah. like this isn't fair this well, isn't they would have put this out properly like it's normally done where it's like one big book a year that yeah. they could have put that publishing budget towards another new author we could have another awesome book we could have another right. someone and else then, getting that benefit of your budget this year oh god Listen, kind of I'm, in I'm in a bad place let's score story guys oh did you want to yeah. say something well, I okay. just feel like, like this is like they're thinking like okay it's like more entertainment as opposed to a good book so yeah, yeah. that's my fear that it's just going to be like, okay, let's capitalize on it while it's hot. And just, yeah. you know, from Blood and Ash changed a big part of publishing and what mm -hmm. can be done and, you know, and how jumping on something that's hot is, you know, can be beneficial. So, yeah, I, I, I don't have high hopes for book two, but I still will read it and I hope I'm wrong. That's I, it. I don't have hope. I'm just ready for it. I don't have any. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I just want to know about the brother. I'm on the brother now. And I'm Zayden. Like, and Zayden, obviously. But I'm just, I'm with the brother. I'm like, where have you been? Why have you been lying? Like, and the, the dragons. Fight? I'm excited for the oh. dragons. I'm excited for many things. Yeah, I'm not. I'm excited about more dragons. I feel like the dragons were underutilized. Mm. Yes. They were. It's like we only got to learn, even though I know they can't hear them all, but we only got to learn her dragon. We didn't really get to have a personality of the others if that kind of makes sense but well, um yeah. a lot of like even goldie was like oh she doesn't want to fly with us so she's not here and i'm like you just didn't feel like drawing two conversations in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's another fucking dragon and if you're not going to use her what's the point are you guys oh, a green story yeah i'm still here one second right have you guys scored story i have i think i have oh okay story story i've had a lot of trouble with ratings guys don't worry. It's all going to be good. All right. We're going to have to start speeding along because we've been over an hour. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was just turning a light on. Yeah. No worries. No worries. <laughs> right. So I'm going to move this up because obviously Bex was talking about it first. We are now are into... We, are we grading story? Sorry. I, I... Oh, yes. We're grading story. I love the sound of pens. <laughs> right. My desk keeps uh, like making squeaky noises as well. 
And then I feel like we're going to collapse soon. Right, are we ready? We are going on to the good stuff yep. now, guys. We are going on to Romance's Plant. <laughs> All right, let's talk. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Come on, back. <laughs> so, okay. All right, so first about Akatar, as far as, you know, when, when of course, we I think we all kind of agree, romance and smut, two very different things. The romance in Agatar wasn't that great because even by the end, you start seeing those cracks coming in. Like you just kind of get little things here and there where everything's not so perfect, which is why I call it an odd little story because it's not, it doesn't kind of come together like a romance should happily yeah. ever after. There's definitely things that I was like, hmm. Um, as far as smut, I mean, we we are, you know, it is a YA versus an, an NA book. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, I said it again. Well, I like the it bite was scene. recategorized, though, wasn't it? So it's it, it was recategorized for CS yeah, Silver Flames. Um, as far as smut, I mean, we have. I don't know. It's not that I didn't like like Zayden and everything, but I think by that middle end when it kind of started. You know, when we talk about romance in Fourth Wing, I didn't get the romance. I saw lust, and yeah. I didn't see any love. Like, I didn't understand how we came from, you know, Violet saying how smoking hot Zayden was, how it suddenly turned into love, and I didn't think it was explained yeah. properly, how either of them could actually love each other as opposed to lusting. Yeah. Um. So... That was my issue because it just the romance didn't it didn't click with me in fourth wing because it just it never got beyond the lust like i feel like they really didn't know each other mm -hmm. and uh yeah it didn't do it for me and agatar didn't do it for me but for a completely different reason where it wasn't meant to be perfect mm -hmm. because of tamlet because of her connection with tamlin specifically or because of something else i think it's just her connection with tamlin and the things that happened under the mountain um the you know everything that happened under the the mountain showed like even the chemistry between tamlin and pharaoh wasn't really there mm -hmm. like um you know i felt like i kind of you know i'm like pharaoh why don't you go for lucy and like you know he's which in hindsight we know it was intentional so it was actually spot on yeah. it was done right basically done correctly yeah mm -hmm. but we don't have hindsight yeah. it's book one <laughs> only book one no only i think for me it's so as you were speaking, I kind of just came to this conclusion, but I find Akatar and Fourth Wing almost quite similar in terms of the romance part. So in Akatar, we have the blonde, follow the rules, do what you're supposed to guy. And then you have the dark haired broody, you are your own strength guy both telling one girl what to do or how to do it, get through the trials, whatever it is. In Fourth Wing, you've obviously got Dane, the blonde, follow the rules, do what you're supposed to do, childhood crush guy. Mm -hmm. Atop the dark-haired, broody, mysterious, you're as strong as you want to be type thing. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the two people pulling for her interest, they're quite similar in that sense because as we've already established the formula <laughs> the formula both men play their parts so where i even though it sorry 
the admittance here for me is that yes, Akatar was more romantic in the sense of she tried to kill him and then she found out who he was and his pressures of running a court and then she felt like she fell in love with him. Even though we know different, she felt like she fell in love with him. They made love in a meadow and he gave her pain and it was all of this fucking thing. In Fourth Wing, even though it wasn't as explicitly explained, done, executed, I understood from page one, because it was formula, that Dane being restrictive, oppressive, you can't do this because your bones are broken. You can't do this because you're weak. You can't blah, 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 blah. And then there's this boy who believes in me without me having to prove that I'm good enough. There's this boy that tells me I'm strong. There's this boy that tells me or makes me believe that I'm strong. Yeah, I would make a little more credit than telling me I'm strong. He's like, fucking figure it out. Work for yeah, it. This is what I highlighted in my ebook. I can't find it now. But he basically says the equivalent of, fuck that noise. She's not doing that. Throw the daggers or whatever he I says. Like, Stop saying that shit to her. Yes, that bit. I highlighted it. because I was like, yes, King, tell them. Yeah. So even though it's juvenile, in their situation where they are quite childish, that effectively would be love because this is this person that makes me feel good about myself, even though everything else is battering against me. So again, even though it wasn't executed in that romantical way, I got why she felt she felt the way she did about Zayden because he was always on her side. Like, what's the quote? Like, when Dane is standing in front of me or whatever, Zayden is by my side. He's assisting me he doesn't step in front of me to stop me he doesn't take me back to stop oh i love it (laughs) no like he doesn't stop me being who i am he sorry i do feel like she took the formula and twisted it just enough to make me happy because typical formula would allow her to essentially um have a love triangle that she did not allow I, i will give credit for this book that it made me happy that it was like for a minute, she was like, I should be in love with him. And then he kisses her and she's like, yep, nope, cutting that yeah. off. This is not going to happen. Clearly my interest is elsewhere. Okay. I <laughs> wonder if Lisa was like, that was that was different for me. For a I, that I enjoyed that. formula of let me essentially date both of them and then figure it out and hurt myself. Let me see which one I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Like, like, no, I don't want you. You're, no, I'm not. As I said, that was the romance side for me. And so I'll let someone else obviously do their point. But for me, that was the romancey bit. I understood how she was leaning towards him because he was allowing her to be herself. The smut for me was so much better. The smut for me was so much better. I'm sorry. In a, like, without being too graphic, but this is me, so we never know. It felt real because there was even a point where, like, because he's really tall or whatever, he says to her, like, oh my gosh, this fucking desk. And he pulls her this way because he can't, Get in it <laughs> because she yeah, too- have a problem and where they're like, fuck, this thing is not gonna work with height. Let's right. But then he picks her up and puts her against the wall. L- listen. <laughs> listen. Charlie's gone. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we've coupled with the kind of emotionally, you know, pseudo-romance part. And then with the kind of more, I shouldn't say realistic because it wasn't like graphic, but more with the like, you know, I'm too tall and against the armoire and then the lightning because I came and like, woo, that was me, bro. (laughs) That was me, bro. 
Yeah, it, it was de- it was hotter. It was it was definitely hotter. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Sorry, I'm drunk. I, I preferred the the slower burn of uh, of Avatar, even though even though Tam was never it for me. I I still prefer the slower burn. I, I felt her falling in love with him, and I didn't feel Violet falling in love with Zayden. I was told. No. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't feel it. I was told that's true. That's a hundred percent true. She was like, "Oh my god, I shouldn't love him, but I do." <laughs> but it it was hotter. It was definitely much hotter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All chapter dedicated to him shirtless fighting. I mean, like in the thoughts in her head. I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Yes, I will take this pointless chapter of." <laughs> about it was necessary it. plot development. We needed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like for me, I, I mean, I'm with you guys. The <clears throat> I felt like they both read like Young and Dumb Falling in Love, which works better when it's like a YA book. And that's where I struggle with the, like, it's an adult romance, except that she's falling in love with a bad boy and saying that it's love after five seconds. Now, then again, you're 19. Sure. Like, I guess that is what you are like at 19. Um, yeah. yeah and it's not wrong. Like me as a 33 year old woman, I'm like, that's not love. That's hormone. But it's hormones. That's tequila. <laughs> that's endorphins. What do you want? Um, say parapet again. <laughs> I believed the attraction more. Hundred percent. Fourth wing. I believed the want. Mm-hmm. I think the smut was better. the horniness was more I believable in fourth wing. A hundred percent hornier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like and oh, I, I, two horny kids. I, yeah, absolutely. But it's also the end game couple. So it's like it's different. But if I'm looking at it as I've only read the first book, then I have to look at it as not her and Reese versus her and Zayden. I have to look at it her and Tamlin versus her and Zayden. And if I'm yeah. looking at it like that, like Tamlin was throwing red flags for me left and right. And mm-hmm. like also, I just didn't really get it. And the whole like, oh, I can't see his face thing. I'm trying to picture it. That didn't do it for me either. I'd be like, yeah. Like, I mean, even with Hunter, again, disclaimer, we're not doing the book two thing. Even with the book two stuff, even though it was hotter and blah 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 blah, there was still love there. What is it? Chapter 56 or whatever the fuck it is. Like, even with the the lusty part, with the food and the soup and the blah blah blah, you still you still got the fact that she had grown to love this man. Mm-hmm. But as I said, yeah, that's that, the things that we're missing is that I don't think that the problem was a romance built. I think the problem was that she jumped to love in fourth wing and she didn't yeah. need, didn't need yeah. it. You didn't need yeah. it. You needed to just allow it to be mm-hmm. a slower yeah. burn physical thing, then mm-hmm. get in your big fight, <laughs> then learn you're in love. Uh, yeah, a confession of love in book two, I would have been happy with. I would have been that. totally happy with it. So it's, mm-hmm. again, like, consider- problems. there are problems with them but at the end of the day i enjoyed the sex scenes better 
Yes, I, yeah, 100% did. I mean, what I did enjoy just overall for both books as well was that there was no kind of virginal stuff in the sense that they both had sex before, not necessarily a lot of it, but they both had sex before. It wasn't, oh my God, what do I do with it kind of thing. It was just, oh, I like this new guy and I'm I'm going to bang him. It's fine. So I enjoyed that uh, realistic. Well, you let us know that from the offset. Like my sister said, don't fuck around. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I kind of wish that she'd fuck around. Is it just me that like everybody else was sleeping around and she's just not? I'm like, yeah. That's a romance thing, though, isn't it? That's that's specifically to not annoy romance readers. I think, like, yeah, it's very it's very difficult if you if it's a a book where there's, uh, you know, just one main couple. It's gonna romance readers are going into it because they want one main couple and it can it can um rock the boat a lot if the if the two if the FNC and the MMC are sleeping around like it's absolutely yeah. I was like you stay away from that Liam Violet you walk away from Liam like as she's all like you know no. driving. Yeah, I feel like Liam, Liam. Liam got done dirty, seriously. (laughs) Liam would have been a problem for that, like, had he been introduced. I feel like she almost didn't introduce him. First of all, I felt she introduced him too late. I felt like he was an edit that got added to the plot, but we can get that when we hit side characters. Yeah. yeah. But, um, like, Riddick was banging anything that moved. (laughs) I can't even remember him. You guys keep mentioning him, and I literally can't remember him at all. And I read it like three weeks ago. The only amusing person in the whole book. Honestly, Riddick was my favorite, but we're gonna get to that later. Riddick was. Yeah, when we hilarious. talk side characters, we got some yeah. talking to do. Yeah, talk to. I will say, like, I liked Riddick as like fun, but maybe we should talk about side characters because there were issues. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we're wrapping up on romance and smart because we're doing oh, side characters. Probably. So everybody. Score your romance All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna go. You know what? Mm. Really? Am I being too generous? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go off enjoyment. Hundred percent. There was a yeah. full bottle when we started this. Look at this, Rebecca. You should have come to my house and shared your wine. <laughs> You should have been in the same house. That'd have been great. How far away are you guys from each other? Ten minutes. Oh, literally, yeah. Oh, Charlie and I are like three hours away, so it's not. Yeah, that's really sad. But you know what? I'm trying to come to um, New York next year, so um, we were coming to you. Yeah, yeah we were. planet is on fire. Oh yeah, I know. I've been seeing that on the news. That's it's terrible. It's not good here, but no, it's not. Yeah, we're trying to go to the we're trying to go to the states next year, so I need to meet up before my American friends. So let's move on. What did we say? Side characters, yeah, or should we just go characters or just? Yeah. Have we done? Have we covered main characters and uh, FMC and MMC? We, no, we kind of covered it in other conversations. But we can talk about it. All right, should we do characters uh, as a whole then, as a score? Just yeah, characters. Okay. Yeah, let me just re-edit this then. No, just go back. <laughs> Let's go back because I like things to be copacetic. Characters. <laughs> oh, that means the, the score thing will go down because we're not doing it out of nine anymore. We're doing it out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, we're now doing it out of seven. Okay. Okay. I feel. I feel like. I feel like I just want to go around for like the two main characters of each book and just okay. like say a word that. 
Oh, okay. So say a word that sums up Violet and Feyre. Violet and Feyre, uh, Tamlin, because it's Tamlin's book. Not it's Tamlin's book. It's true, and yeah. Zayden. Okay. All right, you do yours. So what is it? Oh, I don't Feyre. want to start. <laughs> oh, so, A word um, for each of them. That's really tough. One word. Okay, One tell word. me who. Can I, can I use who phrases? Uh-huh. Phrases? Yeah, okay. All right, go on. I'll go. Tell me. I mean, Who's... Violet. Violet was was annoying to me. Um, Violet yeah. was the probably the worst part of the book, which is why <laughs> I, it took my score down because she was so annoying. Yeah, I, she was. I, oh my gosh, I thought she was a scribe and supposed to be smart. But let's break she that wasn't. down though. Which part of her was annoying? Because she was actually quite a determined character. Like she never oh, gave up. Of her disability, and she never let that affect her. And uh, she also was actually quite intelligent. So was was it the combination? It was of a her... combination of okay. So the whole thing with okay, you were at a war college, Violet, and when she was mm -hmm. complaining about being a weapon and crying, and I understand the author was trying to show her humanity. But I, I wanted her to be a stronger person because it didn't really make sense with everything that she'd been through that she was throwing a fit and like showing like, you know, I just wanted her to be just stronger as, you know, mentally. Um, you know, the whole thing about the, you know, betrayal that everybody saw coming but Violet. I would think that, you know, you know, I, I reminds me a lot of the From, from Blood and Ash betrayal. But you understood that more because you have a very naive, isolated, poppy character. And then mm -hmm. Violet, who's supposed to be a very intelligent scribe, has all this background. Mm -hmm. It didn't fit with what was supposedly her background. That was my, a lot of my main issue with the book. Things were told but not shown. I felt okay. like that that's what kept her, kept her a sheltered character, though. The fact that she had been a scribe. That kept that naivety. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I of that, but I would think that she would see more things about what was actually happening in the world if she had been ascribed like her father was and researched yeah. and everything like that. And yeah, maybe we'll get more of that of, of why yeah. the parents' dynamic was so bizarre and mm -hmm. right. So just to interject of both your points, in the sense of it wasn't implied that being a scribe was being a recluse. All it was was that scribes are smart ones. They hold our history, they hold our law, they hold our all of this kind of stuff. So the fact that she was just kind of, oh, I'm separate, and me and my dad were just in this little hole, that didn't really make much sense. Oh, I, I kind of got the vibe that she was just holed up in the library, and like literally that was like her 24-7. That was No, I didn't. Hold up in the library because, oh, you liked reading, not hold, held up in the library because you're not allowed to leave. That's right. something a little different if there had been some setup that oh scribes are like you know silent nuns and we stay here and we focus and we don't do anything else and we know nothing okay mm. fine then her naivete could have been explained but mm. at, at the end of the day all we have is that cool she's super smart and she's more bookish because she's like her dad great mm. however her mother is a military general she knows mm. shit why is she being this ridiculous it just it didn't bode true for 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 her and then to have two elder siblings who are more clued up i get it you're the bookish one but how do you still not why are you not more worldly i think because i think i think that that actually the point that you just made though highlighted how she was sheltered and for whatever reason the mum kept her more sheltered like i hope that we 
I hope that there is a reason to that and that we find that out in book two, but it felt like it was done intentionally that she was sheltered from all of those things. And for whatever reason, the mom was like, no, you can't be a scribe. You have to do this. I'm hoping that there's a, that 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 was an intentional thing. I would have agreed if not for everything Violet says at the beginning, that her mom was the one that tells her to be a writer instead and says that basically she won't bring her family honor over in Mulan. If she's why? Not- well, we find out why. There has to be a why, surely. And until we find that out. If we find that out, wonderful. But as of our rules, just off book one, her mother's induction of her into the rider section, if she had secluded her, makes no sense. Why would you send your daughter to death? Why? If we find that out later, fabulous. Right now, was like that too because her father backed it up of like Violet doesn't belong as a writer Violet belongs as a scribe like me like mm. they, that was a joint decision from father and mother and then fa- <laughs> and then he was also the one that I agree with Vicky he it, it is implied that he did kind of keep her with him there mm-hmm. in the library with all the information and she does have it mm-hmm. um I, where I think that the issue is is lack of backstory that explains any of that Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the problem that we're all having with it. But then mm-hmm. also there's lack of seeding that information that mm-hmm. she was going to have a problem with killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, a chunk yeah. missing for me with the mum and with um, yeah. uh, uh, and her siblings and why she was uh, very much treated differently to her siblings. Um, I think my dogs are about to but go into backstory. play frenzy. Absolutely missing. And then there's also just like seeding information it feels like a late ad. It feels like we need to give her, like she's she's now has two dragons and saw the thing, so we need to give her something that makes mm. her relatable or something. So maybe she is terrified of killing, even though like that's kind of what writers. It, I just, I, it really just doesn't sit well with me because none of, I say none of the things, a lot of the things do not add up. You've got a powerful general, military general of a mother who has forced you into a situation that will likely get you killed. Once she comes out of that situation, not dead, is overpowered with two dragons and just continuing to, you know, excel, the mother doesn't even, even if it is superficially, the mother doesn't even then accept her for having won it. She doesn't turn around and say like, oh, even though I thought you were going to die, blah, 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 you're still here. She doesn't gain any respect from her for having done it. So why were you trying to put her in that situation anyway? Like there's a bit at the beginning where she says she... Is it like she respects Mira? She tor- tolerates me, but she loved Brayden. What's the brother's name? Brendan. Brayden. Brayden. Brendan's. Brennan. Brayden. I'm hoping that the mum is going to come out with a thing of like, I did it because I knew you always had it in you, or something. You know, like some actual like. She was in some kind of danger that she needed a dragon to not. I'm. I'm to hoping. Mum is going to turn around and be like a super villain, like, and I. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think she's going to be a super villain or she's going to have been like super protective from the inside. Yeah. Mm. Mom is a general. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking she's super villain. I'm, I'm thinking she's going to be like, I, I wanted you dead. Other than a bad yeah. mom. Right now she's just a just bad mom. Just you. Just this one child. The, re- the yeah. other one's so great. <laughs> you know why I'm going super villain? Because obviously with this loose world building and stuff, the dad leaving her a message in the book implies yeah. that he's hiding it from the mother mm-hmm. the mother's yeah. mad there's mm-hmm. there's something that he knows that his wife is a fucking madman so she right whatever that is we'll find out later but the dad 
it feels as though, without obviously knowing this properly, it feels as though the dad said, right, you corrupted kids one and two, not corrupted, but you made them in your image. They're riders, they're this, they're this, that, and the other. And I'm taking this child for myself and I'm going to teach her the, the bookish way, the, the, the my way. way. The, <laughs> the Jedi way. way. <laughs> the Jedi way, right? Remind then, me what the note said. I've forgotten what the, the note was about. What was his note? Uh, something, something about, about the, the stories. Griffin and his I other lands where they were able and, uh, to do magic, which they said they couldn't do. Right. Dude, we've already done story, but I promise you, I don't know what's going on with the, like, the things, the white, what's it? The white and the venom. Yeah. Yeah. Turn the venom and what? What are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, it can over my head and then like, oh yeah my our dad used to read us this story and why would it be in the book what like yeah i have no clue what's going on yeah all that's recent to take it back down like to character and to violet because i think that we've kind of covered her at this point um i yeah. will say that I, I wouldn't call her stupid i would say that there was some story failing but like she did make it worth with a body that was failing her she yeah did do the poisons thing, which took, yeah. you know, she had some agency there and she went and she did. That's um, true. Um, I do think that some of it, some of her characterization was hurt by a lack of stakes because we did not believe anyone that she cared about would die. Yeah, stakes. That's a good one. Yes. Well, and that brings uh, to me to the whole like side characters in Fourth Wing. Like you cannot compare, like take the dragons out. But you cannot compare the backstories that we are given in Agatar with Lucian, the sisters, all these the other <laughs> compared to literally we are given it is literally like a Hallmark Christmas movie best friend backstory that we are given yeah. all these other characters in Fourth Wing. We don't know yeah. anything about them. We don't know anything about their motivations. Nothing. We and and my issue, I think, which which I hope she rectifies in book two, is we need to get out of Violet's head. Like yes. I'm hoping for different point of views. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know yeah. what worked in Agatar with Feyre not knowing a world and it being opened up to her. These are some things that Violet should know. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like you know it's we shouldn't be learning with Violet. Violet should know this stuff. She didn't yeah. seem that invested in her friends. Like, it, yeah. like, I didn't care about her friends, really. Yeah. When they died, like, it was like, oh, some person just died. And, the side characters Avatar definitely win. Like, yeah. first of all, we're not even going to start on, like, the lack thereof. Like, they were <laughs> paper fucking thin. Even the sister, yeah. even Mira was paper thin. Like, Mira. Um, yeah. Like a little bit, tiny bit, maybe is Liam, who they introduced late. They like mentioned yeah. that there's this really strong guy in another wing that mm -hmm. felt like somebody was like, You never mentioned him before. Now you need to go back and put like something yeah. about him in the first couple chapters. So they go yeah. back and mention him. Like that's what it read like. Um, yeah. and of course, he was introduced late and so close to her, which could have been taken up by uh, Zayden being that close to her, by the way. Like, yeah. he could have her yes, right. exactly. that would have been more fun. Um, and there's zero sexual tension there, so I'm annoyed. And, <laughs> like, he's just, like, boring hot guy who has no problem following you to the bathroom all the time and didn't... Yeah. Because even with um, what's the best friend's name, Rhiannon or whatever, like they tried to give her the backstory with like, oh, we're gonna sneak out and go and see her sister who's having a baby. Happens. 
and then nothing happened. So, we actually, so you gave us a reason to enter the world outside of the college and then did nothing with it. Cool. Okay. Like that made absolutely no sense. Why make people outside? Sarah could have gotten in trouble. They could have run into. They could have been a this that anything could have happened why they went outside but at the outside just meant nothing like yeah, the only time outside up. was people people showed up when she came out from the dining hall like it <laughs> we haven't talked about Feyre at all we've just, <laughs> we've just yeah. oh, I, mean, Violet. I i do I like Feyre. like i like mm. i mean you I know like one her. of my issues with violet in this is that we are shown that she has like so, some physical issues but then we give her all this power in um, part two. In, you know, in Agatar, you know, regardless of what happens on book two, like book two, she's very human. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. she has very big limitations and she needs, I mean, sometimes she has to have help from like, you know, the other characters. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I, you know, I can respect that Feyre is like, comes from a very small place where she has um, little knowledge of anything that happens beyond her little space. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, her, you know, fear of the, you know, the Faye and everything, like, I, I, I can understand that. Um, yeah. And the fact that she's also, you know, it, you know, provides for her family. And I, I love that Nesta is Nesta on, on the first page that we see her. You know, mm -hmm. and another issue with, and I feel like between the difference is that, especially with like Nesta, you know, with Agatar, I feel like we don't, we have flawed characters. Even the main characters, they have big flaws. Yeah. Like, even though Tamlin, okay, Tamlin is a dud. Like, all right, like, well, Tamlin's well, a dud. Hey, oh, look, I haven't read the other books. I know y'all love Farrah. She was a bit of a sad sack for me. Like, sad sack. She <laughs> kind of a, but like, her side characters were awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. everyone else besides those two, like Lucian. Lucian, yeah. Oh, I love Lucian. Any characters ass. No, I hear that. I mean, with Feyre for me, I didn't hate Feyre until a lot later in the series. I don't hate her. <laughs> like, I just was like, no. no I, okay, I won't say hate, but I didn't start to get my dislike of Feyre until much later in the series. But obviously, just focusing on first book, as we keep saying, I liked her because she was. I wouldn't say relatable in that sense. I mean, I don't hunt wolves. But I was more invested in her plight. I felt bad for her that her sisters weren't helping. I felt bad for her that she, you know, had this kind of unrequited, you know, barnyard love thing. And that she wanted more and didn't know how to get more. And then she found this more across the, you know, across the magic barrier and blah, blah, blah. I was her in monologue felt a bit more relatable. Yes, her in And then I liked Kara at the back third. It's when she was in... With La La Land. I was like, meh. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like, I get that there was a bit of meh kind of thing, but I was more invested because I think as we've mentioned on previous issues, because we were learning along with her, some of her ignorance, some of her naivety was more acceptable because we didn't know either. With Violet, this is meant to be your standard. Your mum is a warrior. Your dad is bookish. Whichever side you take it, you're meant to be more prepared for this. And even though you have your physical ailments, which you seem to be perfectly like capable of overcoming with tying up your knees and wrap, not tying up, wrapping your knees and stuff. It, it was almost like as much as the disability rep was wonderful in terms of having someone who's not quintessentially perfect, it was like, oh, I'll just wrap my knees and I'll be fine. Okay, cool. So physically you're fine, but she just 
got everything and just went through everything. Feyre had her hang up. She couldn't read. She couldn't write. She was poor for however long. She had agency. She had drive for something. In retrospect, like, sorry, in comparison, Violet, yes, you had drive not to die, but because of the setup of, or lack of setup of the school, for the lack of setup of the other characters, for the lack of setup of the story, I knew you were never going to die. So I don't care. It's like once she got the dragon, I did more agency from her. Like I needed her to start. You, you were, you wanted to be a scribe. Start seeking out information. When you're learning that you're not being told things, why is that okay? Like, yeah, you know what? Seek information. Yes, seek information. I mean, obviously, we're using the dragons as characters as well. Yeah, so. The, char- the dragons were wonderful, but they were too kind of predictable for me. So when I was reading it, first when it said, oh, the feather tails are, you know, you never see them. You don't know where they come from, blah, 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 blah. I thought, oh, she's going to get a feather tail because I thought it was special. Once you found out that the feather tail was just a hatchling and then they kept harping on about the only other black dragon is the most powerful. All right, cool. So she's going to get the black dragon. It was so obvious that she was going to be the overpowered female with the most powerful dragon. Like, we knew it was going to happen. It was staring you in the face. Would you have liked her to have a weaker dragon? Would you have preferred that? I would have preferred her to just earn any dragon Mm. and something about her inner spirit coming together with this regular dragon and creating something special I don't know how that would be but it was just like okay of course she's going to have this awesome power because she's got this awesome dragon what she should have done or what could have been done should I say is for her to earn a dragon on her own of her own merit who wasn't the best of the best even though she isn't the best of the best and build on that and even though I completely respect the reason the dragons say they chose her oh you protected the smallest of us we we respect your valiancy and all of that good stuff everything that was set up about why dragons choose someone didn't match why they picked her I mean I did take that as like the dragons are like they don't know why we choose them and I did like that answer of like silly humans you have no idea why we do these things Yes, and I 100% respect that about the dragon's personality themselves, but I felt it was too ticker box, too cliche, too trope-filling that the somewhat, forgive me, broken girl with the disability was able to control and manage the biggest fucking dragon in this place. Yeah. No. She um, gets it. He's the main character. No. She can't that even manage it. I've seen this done better it's in not like, I, I see exactly what you're saying because it was done better in Throne of Glass where um, she did... Fuck, yeah, Manon. Manon. Manon doesn't get the best Astra, dragon. Astra, she, whatever his name is. Yeah. Sorry, Ron? What was his, what was his name? Albatrox? Oh, Abraxas. Abraxas. Yes. She doesn't get the big bad. The yeah. shitty dude or shitty girl. The fighter. The bad. Um, she gets the the broken like, dragon, weak <laughs> dragon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it becomes a badass. And I, yeah. I think that they could have gone that route instead. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a first and like <laughs> I'm not bad at it. Like it's fine. And I do like the dragon. I like the talking. I like that he doesn't. 
I like that her dragon's a snark. Yes. Oh, I love him. He's not like a monster. Yeah, I think I said it to you in one of our chats. I loved that. It's just a small thing, but I love that they're gender swapped. So she's got the male dragon and then Zayden has the girl. It almost just kind of, you know, that kind of mirror matching thing. And yes, the mating thing was awesome. Like, I love her. Um, that. Them having sex affecting them, that cracked me up. That, that made that me was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Because it was clear that like her Taryn could talk to Zayden, yes. but there's very little of the opposite happening. Yeah, I forgot. The I forgot Mama scale. Dragon's name. Is that how you pronounce that scale? scale? I don't know how to say that. I got the feeling that that was just because his dragon's uh, character was more reserved. Um, yes, hundred yeah. percent. So when when she spoke, it meant more. I get that. Um, yeah. I, I do like, um, I, I don't know. I, I like the dragons. I think I love the dragons. I, I, characters, the dragons. I, like the, I think that the dragons are the best side characters that she has. 100%. Um, 100%. Because uh, Rhiannon is like a box ticker that makes me mad. And Riddick is too. I mean, I, I, mean, I literally can't remember, remember them. All I remember is Liam as a side, as a side no, character. But we know nothing about him. We know nothing no. about his life. No, Riddick was a box ticker, but I enjoyed him so much. Like when they were walking past the dragons, so obviously, what was it before threshing or whatever? And then the girl in front of him got burnt up, and he was like, Oh, that's one less person. Kind of thing. I was losing it. Like he was just so, he was just the class clown. And I liked the fact that she included a character that was like that in a situation that was supposed to be so high stakes and so so scary. Like at least there was one person who was able to kind of maintain his humor and his humanity yeah. and just have Which fun. Even though this fun with no backstory is impressive. And then yeah. they mad of like, you gave Rhiannon nothing. She has no personality, no stakes, no backstory. She apparently has a sibling who has a baby and that is all we know or care about her. And also you managed to make her like, a lesbian, I think. Bye. Bye. Dude, and then she's the only like stated person of color. Yeah. In the whole book. And you know what? Sorry, this is gonna go completely off now. So you know, we've had obviously the discuss not us personally, but the the bookish world is talking about whether or not Zayden is a person of color or not, right? Yeah. And admittedly, I read it. I didn't think he was POC. I did not. I just assumed I he was unstated. So I'm. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I went with the standard, oh, he's tawny brown and blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. So you've got an Italian tanned guy. Like, that's usually the setup of what these guys look like. Do you know what I mean? They look Italian, Spanish, Brazilian, whatever. So I didn't second guess it. I didn't think he was black, white, what? I didn't care, right? But it's really hilarious that when it comes to side characters, everybody knows in whether somebody is brown or not but when it comes to the main character female or male suddenly there's this ambiguity and interpretation of what they can look like well, and it's like personal, so she clearly meant him to be black she posted him well now she posted it wasn't very black. clear yeah no and that's the thing it wasn't clear and that's there, no actual there must be an actual description of him but like, why not if you wanted him to be one thing just say it 
And this is my point. And that's what irritates me. So as a, that's why I said going off topic, because it annoys me because she's allowed interpretation for the main male character in order for people to say, that's not how I viewed him. This is my blah, 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 blah. But when you're genuinely describing the brown character, which is Rhiannon, there's no question about yeah. it. So you're able, yes, you're able to determine and write it correctly if you're saying someone is brown but with Zayden you want to leave it up to interpret make him brown if you're going to make him brown like do like as I said I don't I'm not making this fight because I'm the brown person in the chat I'm saying well, I don't think that agree and I'm literally pillars and a ghost like, I didn't think he I didn't think he was a person of color because but then I get that that's my own I won't call it prejudice what is it I just assume everybody is not black do you get what I mean so I didn't read a different version of Rowan and Reese right so I find his physical description yeah yeah have fun with that <laughs> but I'm I get that I read it and didn't think oh he's a black boy I didn't take that at all my in my irritant is that when someone is black and is written straightforwardly everyone can accept it the side character is black the friend is black blah 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 blah. tarquin the summer court blah 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 but as soon as that person becomes the center stage character suddenly there's ambiguity and that really pisses me off if you wanted to make him brown just say he was brown and it just because suddenly what the fuck does that mean yeah the big word what does tawny mean? He's tawny tall mean? with windblown black hair and dark brows. The line of his jaw is strong and covered by warm tawny skin and dark stubble. And when he folds his arms across his torso, the muscles in his chest and arms ripple, moving in a way that makes me swallow. There you go. If we're going with the warm tawny skin thing, then Zayden can be, like I've already said. I don't know if you can see this, but this is the writing with color tumbler. Can you see tawny on there? No. Oh, is it like that? Oh, yeah, I can see it. It's, it's the second one yeah. to the, from the left. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the second one from the left. Yeah. It's the writing with colour Tumblr. It's a really good reference. And there's oh, Tawny that. is on I there. Know. And it's basically described as orange, orange brown or yellowish brown. Right. Um, and for those of us that do makeup or whatever, to have kind of orange undertones means you're somewhat Mediterranean. And or it's light. Blue. It's it's pale compared well, to Amber and Sophia. Right, exactly. So I don't like when they put those kind of um, clickbaity type words in it. If you want to own it, just own it. Don't, you know, set the world, not the world, but don't set the bookish world against each other, which is really mm. dry. Mm. Um, so, and that's a lovely wrap up. Characters, let's score, baby. baby All baby. right. We don't even get to talk about Zayden. He's perfect. Yay. <laughs> All right. Characters, characters. We need to do our um, one more thing, but that's fine. Say again. What'd you say, Kit? Um, are we doing characters and side characters for the scoring, or are we just doing characters? Yeah, no, no, no. So we grouped it together, remember? So we're talking dragons, side characters, main characters for Fourth Wing, for Akatar, we're talking Feyre, Tamlin, Lucian, the sisters. Serial. Serial, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking Amarantha. <laughs> oh my god. Violet's mom. <laughs> Violet's mom. Yeah, this is literally everyone. So I'm gonna go. Oh gosh, Christmas in July is coming. All those Hallmark Christmas movies are gonna be on. You gotta see all these side characters. No backstory, and you're gonna think no about backstory. <laughs> Just cooking. Gonna... Yeah, I think I've. I think I'm gonna go with that. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. 
All right, what have we got left? So we've done well, but dialogue. Dialogue. Oh my god, this is gonna oh, be a dialogue. <laughs> this was my one thing with the dragon with with, with Big Daddy Dragon was some yeah. of his thoughts were like a nineteen year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like some of the wet, like some of the I can't I I, I should have had examples, but like some of the word choices and everything were just not yeah. super ancient dragon. dragon to me, you know? Oh like dragon. Is that the word we're using? Dragony. I mean, okay. Dragony. <laughs> no, there is, there is the dialogue was okay. The dialogue in, in Agatar was was fine. It wasn't anything stellar. It was fine. The dialogue in Fourth Wing, I, you know, I understand that this is her own world and she can do whatever she wants with the dialogue. But putting phrases like "horn dog," "hooking up," "vibe," uh, just describing Zayden as flaming hot and toxic mm. it really mm. and the amount of cursing that was in there which you know I don't care about cursing but the yeah. amount how it was used in there really pulled me out yeah it's red contemporary and yeah, read at least urban fantasy at the very least uh, was, do you think though that's because you have an expectation when you go into a book like this of like immediately yeah. in your head you're like medieval world therefore they cannot possibly fuck this and fuck that kind of thing like it's, it's, it's do you know what i mean is that why is it is it because of that sort of yeah. jarring element because she's a contemporary romance writer so she's gone right. from probably that to yeah. this i mean yeah. unless book five ends with like um that on the beach ahead of the you know empire state building when we find out that it's been earth all along I don't <laughs> and how like these the words could really translate in any other world. Like mm. it just felt way too, I felt like I was at the mall. It I broke I the immersion. The it it definitely broke the immersion. It did. I mean, just made under a different, like a different slang style. Like I understand. Yeah. All, he, like he, a never night, like wherever it was, somebody's tits or something. You, yeah, you could have done like God based, you know what I mean? Like we've seen people yeah. do that all the time. Like, Hell, I write contemporary fantasy, and I think I have my my one say like "Holy Hades" or something like that because they wouldn't yes. say "Good God." Mm. Yes, it's not yeah, even yeah. the number of uh, fucks for me. Yeah. It, was, it was just the, uh, the the thing like the like you were it saying, Bex. It was like um, I think I wrote one down like "So freaking beautiful" is one of the lines. And I was just think like it, that sort of thing. It it felt like a guy. It felt like Zodiac Academy style, yes. you know, contem yeah. more contemporary dialogue. It just felt a bit yeah, jarring. It just, and it just didn't. It just didn't fit, and it took out of it. And like I think Beck said at the beginning, like if this is the world you want to create, and this is how they speak where they live, because even like the outfits, like Divergent esque, and I get it. It's like this blend of contemporary slash. Um, oh, has gone um it, like that kind of mesh of modern and fantasy it's it was completely fine it just wasn't expected and or introduced properly enough mm -hmm. we went in with the dragons and the this and that and the other and then suddenly she's like one bit even though I did laugh at it someone said oh you're gonna what is it someone said something and she said the fuck you're not or something like that and it was just like nobody would say that like in this setting like you didn't set that up correctly so yeah that that was a bit sad but I think even though it's not in terms of dialogue the same kind of thing happened to me with Akatar with Feyre's clothes like she would wear like 
off the shoulder jumpers or like nylon or something. And I was like, do they have that material in this country? Like, do you know what I mean? She had very like, oh, a slouch jumper and leggings or something. And you I was just wanted like, a description of where the elastic part of the fabric came from, right? You wanted more yeah, like, information. Like, do you guys have elastic? I didn't I didn't get how she was wearing yoga pants. Like <laughs> And my big issue with Agatara and their dialogue is the repetitiveness. Like, how many yeah. times do we have to listen to, we have to hear about somebody snarling or purring? Like, there was so much repetitiveness in the same thing. Like, that's my issue is that it really, she doesn't kind of get new, like, you know, synonyms, like on the other thing. It's the same words over and over again. I, like I yeah. said, I didn't have a big problem with it, but the repetitiveness did get to me in Agatar. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I get that. I remember thinking, she was just like, you're saying the same thing. Shut up. Like, what more is there to know? No, sorry. What more is there to say about this one thing? Oh, I think Care's back. Here we go. Add to stream. You back, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? Can't hear you. We can't hear you. Hi. Hi. Can you hear us? Sorry. I My child yeah. is and there was a bug in her window. Oh, oh just to share, share Day-Day's been knocking on the door like her little thing. I'm like, bless her. Poor but, Nelly, um, I just sent him away. He walked in and I was like, no. <laughs> um, no, we're talking about dialogue, obviously, and just how it kind of took out of the, the, the moment. And like, as I said, I, no, not as I said, if her world building had been set up a lot more to say, establish this was how they spoke or this was how they were or this was how they engaged, it might have landed a bit better. But for me, it was even though it was funny, it wasn't real to the world for me. I didn't I, I didn't mesh with it very well, not at all. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I feel like if it would have gone the um I almost I feel like if it was dystopian instead of fantasy, if she would have made it that this yeah. is the world in X amount of years and like the dragons came back or like whatever it is. No, um, she's pretty well done that. Like dragons came out of the earth after it got blown up or something, and now the like and then and then people still speak the way that we speak. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I hired you as an editor here. What? She should have hired you as an editor because that's actually a really good idea. Should have done. Rebecca, yeah, um, have you guys have you seen have you guys seen Rain of Fire? Yes, yes. It should be like that. That was dope. But that's the thing is that like you had options, and if you didn't want to go like the typical fantasy route where we, you know, we magic it up, right? You need to magic up the language too. You you yeah. made dragons like come up with a word besides fuck. As much as I enjoy that word in my own personal language, um, I just. <laughs> I have trouble with dragons saying fuck. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know that they actually do, but she does. And it's, I don't know. No, it didn't. Dialogue, exactly. I, I will say that the dialogue, I would say that um, Akatar had dialogue better. Not that it was oh, great, yeah. just it wasn't out of place. No, I will say that. Hold on. I think I'm going to score dialogue. Are we scoring dialogue? Let's mm -hmm. go. Yep, I've scored dialogue. I'm going to score dialogue, but I'm somewhat cheating because I'm doing dialogue and just writing overall I oh think. interesting oh that's that is cheating wow I changed my score okay yeah no change it but I feel like the dialogue is part of the the writing setup do you know what I mean the words around oh. it is 
is important or are important sorry fine cool right okay. so we're on our last one and yeah we've been doing this for a while so <laughs> we're gonna do emotional attachment and then we're gonna do our scoring and we will discover I think we should probably write our scores in the chat so it'll be easier for oh, each other. I love the dialogue and writing because I that's 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 different. It, it is. is just do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> Emotional attach. I think we're just yeah. taking all these scores with a pinch of salt here, don't worry. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just for the game. This is just for the game. It's gonna turn out they get the exact same score for me. Put <laughs> <laughs> the numbers down, I'm like, ah shit. Very... Okay, this one, because we've kind of touched on it a lot and obviously time's going, we've discussed how we kind of liked it and how we felt engaged with it. So emotional attachment for Akita. Yes. So um, I definitely felt that like um, fourth wing, my, my emotional attachment was really only toward the dragons. Mm -hmm. You know, we had, you know, 75% of her class get killed during the book and, you know, nobody cared. But the second one of the dragon passes, that got to me. Like, that was pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the emotional attachment to Agatar was just on a different level. Just only because that world was so small. Mm -hmm. And the characters were just more developed. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they don't become more developed to later books. But those characters had started where you actually start to care about them. Mm -hmm. um, whether it be the housekeeper or of course Lucian or anything like that and all these other players that were in there but yeah I didn't really feel much emotional attachment to anyone except for the dragons in fourth wing mm -hmm. um it really if we take Violet out I I'm okay with that for the next book I I'd be fine I do hope they do multiple point of views for the next book because I feel like it's needed because I think like the, the internal monologue of Violet is just too much yeah like Zayden would have been a good breakup, and and and, yeah. and I feel like opening up the world and therefore getting his viewpoint is going to be urgent for book yeah. two. I 100 agree it will make it better because now that we know his big secret, we can get in his head, and that's she's losing out if she doesn't open it up that way. Yeah. I agree. Um, my emotional attachment. I mean, look, I am a person where if you kill an animal or pet sidekick, I always care, whereas people. I think it's hit or miss. Um, so I'm with you. The dragons for me for fourth wing were definitely, mm -hmm. I was more invested in. Um, and Liam coming in late meant that the emotional damage was reduced. And I also felt yeah. like, like I, I, I felt that. I was like, you are a side character that's going to kick it eventually. Mm -hmm. Like you're mm -hmm. devoted. And um, I, I, as for like emotional attachment, if I look at the romance of it, like that's, I'm like, Charlie, at some points I was flipping to try to get more of the romance. So I was emotionally mm -hmm. attached to their investment. Yeah. Their thing. You know what I was, and I, we haven't mentioned this yet, but I'm going to mention it here and it's slightly off topic. I was not emotionally attached to her being called violence. Oh, oh God, it was shit. It was so Perfect. shit. Oh, it didn't even make any sense. It wasn't cute. It wasn't cute because she was not that bad for you to be called. Yeah, not cute. They're, they're, that's fine. But um, she needed a pet name, and and that was his pet name. So yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was like no thought. Like the easiest one you could have gone for. Right? Like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Even though we did the character thing already, I'm going to touch on the fact that, like, okay, so his name is Zayden, and someone else Zaddy. is Riddick, and Zaddy. Like, 
got all these cool names, and then her name was Violet. What? So he could call yeah. her Violence. That is why her name was Violet. Like, yeah. there was just, she could have had a cooler name, and he could have just shortened it, and it would have been the only person that did it, and it would have been cute. Whatever. Right. I don't really care. The, the emotional attachment was there for the relationship, not for that weirdness. And um, as for Akatar, I mean, I was I was more emotionally invested. Again, I... Th- yeah, I was. I struggled more with Akatar than I think that that than most did. And I and I think it's an age thing. I think if I would have read it when I was younger and had been a little less, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just uh, I was emotionally invested, but not in the central couple. So it's almost backwards. Like because yeah. I had no emotional investment in the central couple, but I was more invested in the side characters and the world and the yeah, I think I think that's the difference between being emotionally attached and just being invested in the story. Mm-hmm. Because I was invested in the story for Akatar, not because it was the best story, as we discussed, but because I did want to see this through. I cared about Vera. I wanted to know how this girl who obviously was hunting and protecting her family and falling in love with this guy was going to come out the other side. I cared about what was going to happen to her but if she had just died and not got the powers from all the other high lords i probably you know it could have been a standalone and i wouldn't have cared kind of thing mm. with violet or with fourth wing sorry it wasn't an emotional attachment again either because i was just invested in seeing whether they were going to get back to smart whether they were going to get back to mm. romance and you know it, it was it was superficial it was shallow yeah. i and we, were, we were closer to it in akatar you know like with with yeah. alice and her was it her nieces or yeah, yeah her like, nephews, you know like you felt more of that sort of like oh shit you know she's got to break this curse she's got to do this thing because everyone's yeah. depending on it whereas I didn't f- feel that as much no. in fourth wing no, no there wasn't even as I said parapet there was no danger like other than her saying there was danger oh sorry other than saying there was danger, but I didn't genuinely feel it. I knew she had main character protection. I knew most of her friends had you're my best friend protection. And it just didn't hold me very well to be like, oh, I'm sad. And then by the end, because the whole big fight with the dragons and the lightning and all that kind of stuff took too long to get there, I skimmed half of it. So when Liam did die, I actually missed that paragraph. And I had to go back and be like, where did he go? And it was just like, oh, sorry like I skimmed so much I was like oh and then Liam tried to save me and I was like oh did he okay and then I went back again I just it was just completely gone for me because I wasn't again emotionally attached I didn't care I just wanted to get to the end to find out what the purpose of Mm. this was Mm. and you know whether or not her and Zayden were going to make up that's why I was there I was there for the for the love I wasn't there for the story at all Mm -hmm. You were there for the romanticity of it. 100%. Sorry? I would, I would have preferred they not make up. Like, felt like I'm still, like, wanting something from them. And I would have preferred that they, you know, you know, whether she feels a betrayal and whether she should or not, I just, like, they're just, like, okay. No, they, I want like, them to- to like, be yeah, the material, yeah. and then they're back together. Like that—that's so that it can be that enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers to yeah. whatever. That's yeah. that's why, isn't it? So that it's gonna yeah. happen. In that. I just think it's an irritant because she—we know she's gonna forgive him because, of course, you are. But I wanted 
something for him to hate her. Not hate, but I wanted him to have something against her so that she wasn't kind of on this pedestal. Yeah, it needed to go both ways at the end there. Like that mm-hmm. needed yeah. to be, that's where I, if I was let down by anything, like it was fun, it was a good time and there were issues, whatever. My biggest thing is probably that that ending is like, you're going to let it be that? You're going to let yeah. her be a little bit mad, but like yeah. not be fully mad, just be like, now I have a wall and mm-hmm. him be like, no, but I love you. Like, you never... <laughs> You're so angry. <laughs> yeah, so, so angry. So, cool. Sorry, obviously, because time is going now. So we've all got our emotional attachments. Do we want to score this? And then oh, uh, like, oh, I'm ready to score, yep. Emotional, yeah. so, emotional attachment for fourth ring and for Star. I am going to go with I'm emotionally attached to the dragons. Exactly. <laughs> anyone else in both stories? I, I was saying the same today. I'm like, those dragons were like the baby Yoda of books. I, I love those dragons. Goldie, honestly, I love her. I know. We didn't touch on her enough, but honestly, when she was like, and I'm still a feather tail, I was like, <laughs> oh! Like, I'm almost two. So, I love her. They were like, is that your dragon baby? And they were like, I wouldn't let my fucking dragon baby come out. Oh, no. Yeah. And like they made the little harness so that she could fly. Oh yes. And- <laughs> oh, I love the little harness. Oh my god, the little harness is breaking my heart. Okay. Oh, harness. I-, I don't know why, but my little pony was in my head for the baby dragon. Same. I, I think of little, my little pony. My little pony. When she said, "What did she say?" Like, "I'm almost two. I was yeah, like, she's like, "I'm almost two. This is the energy this book needed. I love you. She said, "I'm almost two. Like it was a big deal. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I thought she was going to be their baby. Like I did think she was going to be there, but the fact they even adopted her, it was just oh, it was so cute. And then when she uses her powers and she's tired. <laughs> I just think novella of just like the dragons living their lives, not with people. right. Okay, I'll be book five. Okay, so has everybody got their scores in order? So I'm going world building, pacing, story, romance slash smart, characters we combined, dialogue, and then lastly, emotional attachment. Everyone's got those in order, yeah? I, I separated out romance and smart. I feel like that's such a hard uh, one to combine. I feel like you need to combine them, my friend. Oh, <laughs> that's so tough because they're polar opposites. Yeah, I, that was a hard one with the romance and smart put together. Okay, all right. We're very middle of the road now. No one more ready, and then it's 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 game time, guys. <laughs> Results. I know. Okay. Are we adding them up? Are we? Uh, I know. So we're gonna Reveal. go round. So me, Bex, Vic. Here we're just gonna go around and then I'm gonna obviously do my math as we go and then give it a final thing. So wait, hold on. Yeah, I've done this math completely wrong because world building is gonna get a total five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So a possible total of twenty. So two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Yeah, so the total could be a hundred and forty points. Does that make sense? Don't ask me math questions, Charlie. Oh, I will literally yeah, just blank. <laughs> and I'll hold up our responses. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to go first. I gave 
well, so world building, sorry, we're doing. I gave fourth wing a two. Okay. Me too. Ah, right, plus two, that's four. Vicky? I gave it a 3.5. I feel like all my scores are going to be very generous now. Well, did you give halves? Oh my god. Right. Sorry, sorry. That. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, the world building, I gave the fourth wing, world building, a one. Oh, All right, so the total of 8.5 or fourth wing. Out, out of 20, is this? Out of a possible 20, yeah. Okay. All right, so world building for Akatar, I gave a five. Bet? I gave a three. Plus three. Okay, that's eight. That surprises me. Here? Okay. Oh, sorry. Someone go. Uh, I get a four. All right. Plus four. Four, four for me as well. Ooh. Akatar gets a six. Didn't see that coming. Akatar gets a 16 for world building. Ooh. Versus, what was the other one? 8.5. <laughs> All right, let's go. We are doing pacing. Again, we'll go around the same way. Uh, me, Bex, Vix, Kim. Fourth wing for me got a three for pacing. Pacing for fourth wing got a two. All right, Vicky? Three. Kim? Three. All right, 11. Okay. <laughs> right. So we're gonna have to do this again when book two comes out and do. Oh God, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Hey, okay, Akatar for me pacing. I gave it three as well. I just went even across the board. Bet three. Nice. Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, see your stare. So they even. For pacing, they both got 11. Oh. Right. Fair enough. Next up, story. Fourth wing got a three for me. Bet. Fourth wing also got a three from me. Nice. Vicky? 3.5. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I am team fourth wing. I gave it a four because we said it was based on how much fun you had. There you go. That's fine. Your reasons are your own, my friend. 13... <laughs> Hold on, what? This is story, yeah, sorry. 13.5. Alright. Getting tense. Romance smut. We are on. No, we didn't do... Akata. Oh, sorry, Akata. Oh, I gave a three for story as well, actually. Yeah, three. I also gave a three. Nice! <laughs> that gave 3.5 again. 3.5 again. Here. And you gave it 3. 12.5. So Akatar lost out on story by one point. Alright, I wish I had like background music. I'm gonna edit this later. Right. <laughs> so romance smart. I gave fourth wing a five. I was very generous with this one, sorry. Very generous. I gave it a three. Nice, Becky. Well, because I scored them separately, I then had to average them, so a three. Okay, okay. thank you. And Kim? I give it a four. Fifteen. 
Zayden. Even 15. Oh, Zayden. Oh, Zayden. Ask a girl for romance slash smut. I gave it three. I gave it a two. Nice. Vicky. I, I gave it a three again because I had to average my romance and my smut, but they were opposite ends. For both of them. Here, what did you give it? You gave it two? two. Nice. Okay. And that's a ten. Wow. Outdid it by five. So, just as an update, world building, fourth wing, 8.5. Akatar, 16. Almost half. Oh, wow. Pacing, they both got 11. Story, fourth wing, 13.5. Com- um, Akatar, 12.5. Romance, smut, fourth wing, 15. And Akatar, 10. Okay. Mm. Characters, fourth wing, I gave it three. Three as well. Oh. I gave a four for Zaddy and the Dragons. Zaddy! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gave a three. Nice. Thirteen. Okay. All right. Akatar characters, I gave a four. All right. I gave nobody tops Akatar in characters. I gave it a five. <laughs> Yay. I gave it a four. Plus four. And Kit? Uh, four. Nice. Seventeen. Closest we've got to four marks so far. Okie dokie dokie do. Alright, we have who is someone doing <laughs> We have dialogue. Fourth wing, I gave it a two. Well, we said dialogue and writing. We did, yeah. yeah. You'll All gave right. it a two. <laughs> it doesn't matter, dialogue or writing, I gave it a one. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, brutal. I gave it 3.5. Yeah, that repetition was terrible. Kier? Um, I had it at a 2 and then you added writing, so I gave it a 3. Nice. 9.5. Credit where credit is due. People like it. Yeah, they do. They do. But yeah, that rep- repetition was a lot for me. <laughs> dialogue slash writing for Akatar, I gave a 4. I think it was, it was well done. Um, for dialogue, because of the repetition, I gave it a 3. Okay. I gave a four. It's for Akataya yeah? and Kim? Four. Four. Oh, 15. Nice. Okay, so we've got emotional attachment to go. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to add up what we've got left. Sorry, I'm going to add up what we've currently got and then see what's left, if you understand what I mean. So 8.5 plus 11 plus 9.5, plus 13.5, plus 15, plus 13 equals. Okay, hold on. I'll tell you in a second. 16 plus 11, plus 15, plus 12.5, plus 10, plus 17. Shit. Bang on. Is it bang on? Because right. I reckon it's going to be very close. Right. So with emotional attachment to go, fourth wing is at 70.5. Akatar is at 81.5. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's already. So Akatar is 11 
7.5 points in the lead. So what I'm going to do first is ask for your ACOTAR ratings so we know how much fourth wing would need to beat it. Do you understand what I mean? So it's probably not, but that's mine. <laughs> Emotional attachment for ACOTAR, I gave three. Next. Oh, emotional attachment for Avatar. I actually gave a five. I bet you did. <laughs> I gave a four. A four. Okay. I, uh, Holly, I think that we need to compare notes. I think we have all the same scores. I gave a three. Nice. Fifteen. So five, six, nine. So 96.5. Hold on, take away. Oh, baby, fourth wing. So fourth wing needs 26 points to win, which isn't going to happen because only five points can only get up to 20. <laughs> but just so we know, fourth wing, I gave a two for emotional attachment. Bex? So the only emotional attachment I have is to Goldie. She is my only... Hard line, I give it a two. two I gave yeah. it a three. I too gave it a three. That's three. I feel like my scores were all very generous. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of that, the winner has been determined as a court of thorns and roses with 96.5 points out of a possible, what was it? Five, ten, no, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Out of a possible one hundred and forty, it got ninety-six point five, whereas fourth wing got 80.5. So it lost by sixteen points. That's in the grand scheme of things. I Pretty don't. Close. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I'm it's. Not, not, I'm sorry, that, but for someone's first fantasy series, like that's that's not bad. I mean, that's it's actually not bad. I think both Agatar and Fourth Wing are both, you know, kind of gateway uh, series into fantasy and bringing more people to the genre. And romance, too, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think Fourth Wing could be what Agatar is to a new generation of mm -hmm. readers that have aged up, mm -hmm. which is nice. No, I, I from Blood and Ash series. It's the verdict. The, the biggest thing is when book two comes out. What she, what was she doing? No, I, I don't even mean in like stability. I just mean in like grasping people who weren't reading fantasy before. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen readers oh. who don't like fantasy say that they mm -hmm. like fourth wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a power. In a way, the same thing happened with Akatar. It's a yeah. power. Book. I think that the dragons definitely were a big draw for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dragons are pretty popular right now. But in like from Blood and Ash, I gave book one a five. I gave book two like a two or one. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna be I, really dependent on this second book if she's able to continue the story and make it interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm actually really even though you know I'm really interested to read book two to see where she goes with the story. Does she completely open the world? Like, you know, Mass in Throne of Glass book three, and of course, Agatar book two opens up the world and brings more world to it, yeah. you know, and, you know, J-Law, you know, in book two and three of From Blood and Ash, it just makes it confusing. So where yeah. is Rebecca Yaris going to go with book two? No, definitely. Book two. I hate fuck. That's where she's going to go. Yes. Yeah. 
without fail. I will be very happy to go either way. Um, I 100% agree. Now, I haven't read JLA ever, any of it, because um, here's the thing. I was past it, like when everybody else already realized that she did a good first book and then the rest of her books suck. And I don't want to be involved. Um, But I have hope that this will be done right. And I really, 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 really hope so. Um, because I think exactly what we just said of, I think that we need these, um, draws to fantasy and especially for women, right? Like it's so easy to fall back into like the, the older school fantasy, which again, I read, but at large wasn't pulling in a lot of women readers. Yeah were reading more romance and now it's bridging that and what it's also doing is it's also drawing attention to how good romance can be whereas as as a genre and that always made me angry so i just think that books like these do really good things for the publishing community and it makes me happy 100 percent. thank you so much guys for joining for this wonderful chat i had i had so much fun yes Next time a book has us by the chokehold again, we will be back here, I promise you. Most definitely for book two of Fourth Wing. <laughs> Iron Flame, which someone said is out, what, November? November, this yeah. The November. Yeah. We'll be back here in November, babes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining. If you want to follow, obviously, Books and Shit, myself and any of my guests today, we will put all the information, or I will put all the information in the YouTube description and everywhere else for you to follow all these lovely women writers editors avid readers you can get reviews all of that kind of good stuff so thank you so much for joining whether you were joining live or you're joining after the fact i hope you had fun and we'll speak to you again soon bye bye